The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ladies, I tell you to get jiggy with it, na-na-na-na-na-na-na, but I don't want you to get smacked in the mouth. <laughs> that man chuckling in the background is the last standing Samoan Big Rig, Nick Utaram. You know what? Chris Rock is going to feel that slap from now until August. <laughs> and finally, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. If she was really that stunning and brave, she should have went and slapped him herself. <laughs> yeah. Girl power, right? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's she, she clearly wears the pants in the family. I mean, she she's the one that brings home the, the pork and, and uh, <laughs> she takes know, the pork. Tells, Tells Will what to do all the time. Well, never mind. I guess it does make sense then. Will go, Will, go smack that man. I'm gonna bang another one of your son's friends rappers. <laughs> yeah. Wiz Khalifa's everywhere these days. Oh god. Well, no, up. no, no. It might it, it, it might be it might be Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson's a bigger threat. That's that's what she said to him. That's why he slapped her. If you don't get up there and do it, all, it, it all makes sense, sense now. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Well, you folks, go smack that man talking. for making fun of my bald head, or I'm gonna go bang that dude that's hitting the Kardashians. Oh shit! I <laughs> go. He's gonna send me pictures of them banging. I don't want to see that. <laughs> now, folks, we have a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. First off, is our 300th episode, so hey, let's celebrate with that. We're gonna be celebrating with Will Smith, Chris Rock, Ezra Miller. What's the common denominator there? Abuse, assault, hitting people. Hollywood's crazy. Right now, actors are just choking bitches, slapping people. You can't be stopped. It's literally the wild, wild west out here. And that was not a pun intended to reference that fucking movie he was in. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. I got a bunch of, uh, well, not, I, we have new buttons to celebrate Will Smith's epic rise oh to God. infamy. And I'm going to press one right now because this one's for me. Please do. I Please made do. this and it's just to entertain myself. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh god. What, what is it? I, well, I remember seeing um <laughs> Monday a couple of guys that make like, you know, a couple of places that make bootleg, you know, toys and things like that made um everybody hates Chris, a couple of them, and one of them is up to like $700 on eBay. That's and so it's literally shit. like I'm not I'm not even kidding. I'll also even share my screen later, but like I I, was, I I usually the guy just puts it up you know for you to buy once and he's like, "No, I'm going to put it on eBay to people to bid on." It's like almost $700 now. It's insane. Now, now, this isn't a real toy, but uh, I wish it was. Let me share this with the, the audience real quick. For those out there, folks, this is WrestleMania week. The reason we are going live today, Wednesday, instead of Thursday, is because WrestleMania is this weekend, and world-class bullshitters will be there live and in person. But we don't want to have any gaps or hiccups in our scheduling, so we decided to put out tonight's episode a little early. But early is better than anything else, so here we go. Now, I gave you that little wrestling preface because if you're a wrestling fan, you definitely remember the old – LJN figures, and you definitely remember the old Hasbro figures from the 90s. And so, if you're a Hasbro fan, you remember these. Uh, would you guys buy this style of action yep. figure? Dude, if, if they put it out right now, I'd buy it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I would. <clears throat> yeah, I would. I would. Oh, man. We watched Will Smith's career end. <laughs> well, but uh, don't worry, folks. I want to hear what everyone has to say oh, about Will God, Smith. It's... And the bitch slap heard around the world. 
It's been glorious. It's been beyond glorious, really. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. dude. You want to hear a funny thing? The Airbnb lady was giving me shit because we checked out 54 minutes late. But when I responded to her saying, sorry, we were late. We were up all night with the Chris Rock Will Smith thing. I just got an LOL back. So uh, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. She's like, she's like, all right, you guys are fine. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> she gets a new story of the year. Now, before we jump into the biggest story of the year, folks, we have a couple things to take care of, namely housekeeping here around the channel. No, it's not boring. It's nothing lame. But we just got off of a convention. Horror Hound March 2022 is in the books, and it's the best one we ever had. Seriously. Between the interviews with Ruby Soho that we'll talk about in a moment, hanging out with other uh, making new friends, hanging out with fans, meeting some celebrities, hanging out with some celebrities, people that knew us. It was another fun event for world-class bullshitters, and it's always great to go out into the real world and see how people see us. So, folks, make sure you come out and see us the next time we will be live. When will that be? Mm, oh, yeah, Friday night. If you're in Dallas, you can come hang out with us at Serious Pizza at 7 p.m. Uh, have a beer. Have a pizza. If you can eat a whole one, that's cool. My friend Dan can eat two whole pizzas, and you probably will. So if you want to be entertained by a man who's going to eat an ungodly amount of food and might die on air, well, join us this oh, Saturday. God. Sorry, this Friday. Might? Because might. Well, we're not going to joke. Dan's keep gone in, through some stuff keep, as of late. Yeah, but, I'm about to uh, say, like, keep keep an eye on Dan. We we, we want Dan to be be around for, for you know for for a bit longer. So yeah, just keep yeah. an eye. On him. I, I don't want to have to go around telling people that yeah, you can die from eating too much pizza. I know somebody that it happened to. I don't want to go around telling people. Yeah, I took my friend to WrestleMania and he died. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would kind of sting a little bit. So, um, folks, if you really want to meet us that badly and you're in Texas, please come down. It's going to be a lot of fun. But if you can't make it to Texas or you're in another neck of the woods, well, the next time you can meet us will be at Star Wars Celebration. And if you want to do more than just meet us, well, we're going to have our uh, trivia game coming up where you can win a pair of tickets for Saturday at Star Wars Celebration. If you want to hang out with us, cool. Don't feel obligated to, but we will be there in full force. And I believe I'm working on another one for uh, – this summer as well, another uh, meetup, and then or an appearance actually, and then we have Horror Hound in September. So if you missed this one, come back to Cincinnati in September, hang out with us, have a couple drinks, uh, or take a California shot if you're into that kind of partying, and hang out. Uh, it was a nice weekend for us at the table. Nick, we had a lot of foot traffic, more so than usual. This was, uh, what did you think? Did you have a good time? Yeah, man, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, well, you, as you said, like we you know couldn't find parking barely in any day. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, tons of food traffic. The guy across from us sold out of his stuff like Friday afternoon. Like it was it was insane. It was nice too. I was moving. I had some backlog of stealing solos. People were buying those like crazy. Uh, getting the word out for woke busters. People really like this premise, especially in a horror con when you have people dressed as the Ghostbusters. Uh, hanging out with you. Now, folks, you might be able to hear that little rustling in the background. I wanted to share this um, the screen real quick because one of our friends of the channel, Mr. D. Pensack right there, gave me a wonderful gift. So he comes to the table always. He shows up to every convention. Wonderful dude. Shakes our hands. Super gracious. And he goes, I got a gift for you. And what he brought me was this trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 2. So <laughs> is that the one that somebody and- stole off your pe- on your doorstep that Nick got you? <laughs> no, that, no 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 the one the one i got him was the golden eye trailer oh, yeah. okay. but, but, but 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 as but as as you said can no you are correct it got stolen and somehow got returned to me like a month later i don't know how it happened yeah 
Wow, but somebody folks, stole it from his doorstep, drove all the way to Atlanta to give that back to you. That's that's, that's crazy. Look, you're a nice guy. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't believe that there's no uh, decent people in the world right now. Humanity exists, folks. Humanity exists. So that is all for housekeeping right now. Let's do a couple uh, check-ins with the audience because we do have our word of the day very early as well as a few other things. So first off, Primer says, oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, because Primer says, this is world-class bullshitters. Congrats on 300 episodes, guys. Well, Primer, thank you very much for joining us today. It's, it's a historic day. Dion, you were around for the first episode. Nick, you've been here since the third episode. And Kendo, you've been around since, what, the 84th, right? Is it something like that? Uh, officially 86th? Maybe 87? Okay. I don't know. Well, you've been a part of the channel longer than you haven't been. And it's weird to think back to the days when you weren't a part of it. And it's even weirder to think back to our old lineup. We used to have, what, seven people on this show at once? Yeah. That was the original yep. lineup? Yep. Yeah, sometimes yep. you guys did. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I and remember then, those and then they just stopped showing up. <laughs> and they just stopped showing up. Yeah, for eight weeks in a row. <laughs> I was trying to pull up a picture of all the guys from the old, past. because Old school. Yeah, I we used we still sell the GTA T-shirt. We're getting ready to get rid of it soon, but eh, I guess I can't find it. Oh well, it's not meant to be. Oh, here it is. The second I say I've given Man. up, I find it instantly. Isn't that great? There you go. So here's the original original. So Kendo, you bought this T-shirt, correct? This is you before. This was on you before you were on I the do. show. Well, there we go, folks. That <laughs> uh, would be correct. I have that shirt hanging up in a closet. I I do not. I rarely wear my own stuff, but this is the first logo we had. I designed it for the channel, and we're still rocking the GTA convention or the GTA logo uh, at the convention. Some guy came up. He's like, "Dude, this looks just like Grand Theft Auto." And so I was like, "Yeah, it's a podcast." I yeah, love yeah, Grand it Theft is. Auto. <laughs> All right, uh, folks, if you'd like to get that shirt, go over to shopwcbs.com right now. Grab yourselves a shirt. Grab yourselves a hat. Grab yourselves a glass. We don't have hats one day, but. First off, after primer, thank you very much. Well, we have well, a big... well I mean, you, you you do have that prototype beanie that you keep uh, you, you show off every now and again. So, oh, you mean the true. steel of the hat? Yeah, yeah. That's not a prototype. That here, you mean this? This this one away for the first campaign. This was all uh, shipped out to everybody. Okay. Yeah, right. thing. yeah, I I bought a case of these. Oh, a case is whatever amount. But yeah, I had a case shipped out for this for the first campaign. I have a matching shirt to go with it. So. If you were one of the first backers and the second backer, you got Stealing Solo the shirt and the hat and then the box. And so maybe one day we'll be like Stealing Solo the the sock garters or something. Or, 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 the, the, or, the, flame, or the flamethrower. You know, so. I'm down for the flamethrower. Merchandising is the future, folks. But <laughs> we get to talk about something exciting right now because our friend... Oh, wait, hold on. These came out of order. No, but here we go. Joseph Bianowicz, we're back. He says, in this corner, Will the Cuck Smith. In the opposite corner, Chris the Jaw of Rock. The managers for Smith, G.I. <laughs> Jada Smith and Jack Murphy. Enough said. Rock, Jaws, manager. Robert De Niro, happy 300th party. Boob! So there you go, uh, folks. We have a, a fight, an historic fight. First off, Joseph Bianowicz, thank you very much for your mega generous $20 super chat. I think I might go take a California shot at the party because this is a celebration. This is world-class bullshitters 300. Uh, because the Will Smith stuff, we had to do things a little differently, but we have a super show planned uh, coming over the summer that we're going to 
give you guys. It's a it's a big big event. But guys, Jeff, yes, I was gonna say to that last one he mentioned Alec Baldwin. If Alec Baldwin is refereeing the fight between those two, I mean they, he could work himself into a shoot. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> I think my favorite meme of all of this was the one that was like, "I'm glad I didn't make fun of Alec Baldwin's wife." Joseph Bianwich, I have to tell you thank you, but you also made me very sad that I can't do Howard Finkel's voice. My eyes and for my ear, Howard Finkel had the best announcer voice over Bruce Buffer, over Michael Buffer, over anyone that's ever done big ring announcing. I'll go Howard Finkel was the absolute best. Kendo, uh, who was your favorite ring announcer? Oh, dude, it's got to be the Fink. I mean, he... All, think of every like iconic, huge main event wrestling match you can think of, and the Fink is involved in it. Plus, whenever he would announce that, whenever whenever somebody won the belt, especially if it was a guy like you, that you really liked, like Bret Hart or something, there was that huge moment. You would always you would always hear the winner of this matchup and new, and he would just let that thing hit, and like the fucking people would go crazy. That God, God bless the Fink. Dude, I can hear the new in my fucking soul. Like, any time a title change happened, actually, my favorite one, I'm a little biased. When The Rock beat Triple H at Summer's, or excuse me, King of the Ring 2000, there was a delayed ring announcement. And when Howard Frank, Howard Finger did the new world champion or the WWF champion, it goes to Triple H and he grabs his hair and he starts screaming no. And I'm just like, I always associate that image of Triple H crying in the words and new champion. Oh, God. Wrestling used to be the shit. Yeah. I miss it. Uh, folks, we'll be talking about WrestleMania 38 towards the end of tonight's show. But I wanted to read the Super Chats, obviously, so pe people don't have to wait. But we have the word of the day. And SH Rebels 08, this is your best word of the day. The word of the day is cuck. I cuck robot. Cuck day and wild, wild cuck. Fresh cuck of Bel Air. Oh, man. Yeah, Independence cuck. Independence, yeah. Independence, cuck, and cuck and black, cuck, cuck and black, or, or... seven cucks, concussion, pursuit Wild of cucks. Cuck. Oh, that's a good one. Seven cucks. Oh, oh, of course, classic. I am cuck. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about the modern classic Gemini cuck? Gemini cuck. <laughs> Oh God! What's the one that he did with his son? That I cannot think of the name of that movie. That after fucking, Cuck. yes, Earth. after Cuck, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah, I think after Cuck. this weekend, Will Smith will be referred to as King Cuck as a take on King Richard. Yeah, so yeah, no, weird. no shit. Yeah, and then we can get uh, Steve Martin to come out of retirement and do the theme song instead of King <laughs> Tut. It'd be King Cuck. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. King Cuck. Now I'm going. Now I'm thinking about how King. If I had the fucking time and I wasn't going, we weren't going off to WrestleMania tomorrow, I'd be like, let's let's record King Cuck. We'll get a fucking audio track of just the song. I already hear it in my head. If you convince, if we get enough super chats, I'll even buy a fucking costume and do it to dance. But uh, a few more for Will Smith. How about the pursuit of cuckiness or enemy of the cucks? Cuck of the state. I know this wouldn't be funny for anyone. This wouldn't be funny for anyone but me, but I want a T-shirt of Jada Pinkett Smith's face and then the, the logo for the Pursuit of Happiness. It just seems like a really <laughs> dark T-shirt. You should make that and put it in the store. Just go ahead and put it in the store. All right, I will on Tuesday. 
Yeah, just just make just make a really quick design and put it up in the store, and uh, and we'll we'll advertise for it. <laughs> I'll throw it around the internet <laughs> a little bit, see what happens. Yeah, and get that weird get the face that she pulled whenever he when he made that joke when she had that like scowl like look on her face. Have that as the the picture on the the pursuit of happiness. Oh my god, uh, I can't wait to talk about the rest of the Oscars. Excuse me, sorry, folks. Uh, I did not mute this phone. I'm not used to it yet. I apologize for playing sound effects in your ear. There we go. Seven pounds of cuckiness. Oh, there we go. That's a lot of cuck. Over the weekend, before Will Smith slapped somebody, someone explained to me the show Bel Air. And I was already angry about it. And then this happened over the weekend. So I think uh, 100% confirmed I will never watch Bel Air. I might ask you what, guys to watch it, but I can't. What, was that was it? Friend of the show, Pete, that told you about it? No, 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 no. Okay, because he's reviewing it and he's been telling me about it, and I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah, I've been I've been watching those reviews, and it uh, it it it's not good at all. It's not at all. Yeah, no. who'd have thought that taking one of the best comedies of all time and taking all the fun and actual comedy out of it would be a bad idea? Who'd have thunk? Hmm. Apparently, Peacock hmm. thought it was fucking gangbusters, and you know they're like, "Yeah, this will be awesome. People will love the 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 depressing version of this wonderful, you know, family sitcom that has been, you know, been going on for eons." Like, no, nobody wanted that. Nobody asked for it. Um, the funny thing was that that the dramatic trailer was a joke years ago, and somebody somebody saw it and was just like, "I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make I'm gonna cut my teeth with this trailer. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a thing." And um, you know, <laughs> they, they somehow pushed the idea all the way to the top and. Here we are. Well, we live in the worst reality where Biff is corrupt and powerful and married to your mother, and Will oh Smith slaps people on live television. I can't wait to talk about that. <sighs> so we're not going to wait any longer. Uh, let's read a few more Super Chats, and then we're going to get right into the Will Smith topics, because, folks, you may not know this, but we are connected. And so our friends from a show that we all grew up watching sent us a new clip, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. Grumpy Old Bastard, great name, says, episode 300. Tonight we dine in hell. Hey, is that Will Smith? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> SH Rebels 08 says, I'll take a Joe Rogan motorcycle and a horses for Dion. All right. So first off, you wanted your Joe Rogan motorcycle. Ask and you shall receive on World Class Bullshit. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. He did. Now, Dion, you might like this one a little more. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> there you that go. That was good. a little, a little <laughs> better. Much better. Much better. That's good. That's good. You don't like the, die, the death here on the channel. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> This is really gross, but I'm just probably accurate. You can't, it, it'd be ounces. You can't, like gallons maybe? Anyway. I don't know, volume, man. I think she could figure it out. She could handle it all. <laughs> no, it's like that's how much the weight of it is. So like when you're like a gallon of water weighs six pounds. Well, a gallon of that inside of her weighs seven. Oh, that's why. I always thought that movie had a weird title. Now I know. That's why Will Smith cries in that movie so much. He's been trying to tell us for 15 years. 
Oh, you know what I really wish I had time for? And if we had our TikTok rolling, I would do this. I want to get a clip of Will Smith in an interview. I want it in grayscale, and I want Mad World by Gary Jules to play over it. That would be Oh, my God. All around me. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> oh, What's slapping in peeps? Oh, God. I love that. I love that. Um, so... Uh, where were we at? A few more things. Oh, I did want to mention one more thing before we went into the main topic. Tonight, uh, folks, over on Patreon, not tonight, excuse me, but we had recorded an interview with Ruby, Ruby Soho of AEW. Yeah, big pro wrestler. She was cool. We hung out with her at the con. We got a 10-minute, roughly 10-minute interview with Ruby. She was great. And if you guys want to watch that and support the channel, go over to Patreon. We'll have that up this week uh, for WrestleMania week. We'll be celebrating with some new content that way. And we'll also go on and have some new content shot down at WrestleMania. Don't know exactly what we have on the books yet because a couple things are still up in the air, but there'll be some fun stuff, some behind the scenes look at world-class bullshitters and a whole lot more. So make sure you check us out over on Patreon and join us there. We'll have, we have thousands of hours of content and most of the times Dion does not fall asleep over there. Right, Dion? For the most part. Look, I passed out on my own show countless times. I can't talk shit, but I will. <laughs> hey, I was I was left asleep until until I woke up, dude. I okay. So, folks, our Oscar party, and we use this as a transition to our main topic. Our Oscar party was an event. If you didn't watch, well, I, on Sunday I, I night, love I I love everybody else and everybody else all over the internet was like, oh fuck the Oscars, I'm not watching it. We're just like, you know, come watch it with us, make us drink, have a good time, hear us talk shit, and you know, we'll see what happens. Well, what apparently... happened was change, the world changed. Well, Nick, I'm glad you brought that point up about everyone's attitudes towards the Oscars because this was our fourth annual Oscar Lampoon party. This isn't something new yeah, we picked yeah, up to yeah. do. We always take a dump on the world of Hollywood. Look, it's their biggest night, so we become the biggest assholes and take the biggest dumps. You know, every Thursday we take a dump on the world of pop culture, but sometimes you load up and you really finish off on Hollywood that way. So Oscar night is always kind of that sounds I don't know if that was a poop analogy or a Jada Pinkett Smith seven pounds of cum analogy, but it was gross either way. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. A little but, bit of column A, a little bit of column B. You know what? In her life, it could be she's got alopecia. She might have other problems too. They oh, say you lose muscle control. And that's and, 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 and that's another thing. Everybody's acting like alopecia is fucking pancreatic pancreatic cancer. It's like she's losing you know, her hair. It's fine. You know who she has wear a fucking wig. Dude, yeah, you know who has it, alopecia and has never bitched about it? Who? Derek Mears, the guy who plays Jason in the new Friday. Oh, the yeah, that's true. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. He has no, he, he, yeah, he's got like, no eyebrows. Well, he <laughs> never needed to try to garner simpy for it. Yeah. All out of simpy. Yeah, simpy. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, as, as far as I know, he's had it ever since he, you know, ever since he was born or something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, he's never, yeah, never, never got simpy for it. And somehow this, this, you know, this uh, millionaire bitch. Who there was a there was a slight non funny joke made about her, and all of a sudden it's like alopecia is a real thing. It's like go fuck yourself. It's not that bad. It's not cancer. You're not gonna die from it. It's just slightly uncomfortable and it kind of sucks. That's it. <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. People talking about oh Jada, poor Jada. Uh, yeah, rich poor Jada. Yeah, now, yeah. Oh, gonna... oh, 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 oh. was me? I can't. I can't get a fucking. <laughs> you know, a real wig from you know, a high quality wig made from anywhere, and, and look normal again. It's like, bitch, you can. You can, you, you can get seven of them ordered in every, in every fucking head. and brave on the red carpet. 
she's no, she's she, no, she's good. She's gonna she's gonna look at Will and be like, if you don't do something, I'm gonna fuck somebody. And then he has to go, <laughs> you know, react. Well, bang around. Well, you ain't no Tupac. <laughs> Will Smith made it to 30. Now, watch, Watchmen of Yah, you had a question. Uh, what tier is that going to be? That's going to be at our video tier and Miss Ninja Julian uh, eventually in the future, it will. So, thank you very much to both of you guys for asking about our Patreon content. And for those who joined us, we are going to be watching, or sorry, we interviewed, I interviewed Ruby Soho with Dion. Uh, Nick was behind the camera and Jesse was our. Uh, she helped us get set up too. It was a really fun time, and Ruby Soho is a lot of fun. So you're not going to get one of those awkward interviews where people don't want to be bothered. She's not other wrestlers. She's not other celebrities. She was fun. So yeah, yeah, we, we we literally just brought all the brought all the equipment and asked like, can we have it? Can we interview you? And I was like, she's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, all right, give me three minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like she's got the personality to be like right up our channel's alley. She does. Yeah. She she couldn't stop talking to us before the interview. Like when we were getting set up, she kept telling us stuff and kept going on. And it was great. It was like, she just wanted to open up and tell us about her entire life and the AEW locker room and all kinds of cool shit. It was just a fun interview. So you guys ready to start talking about Will Smith and the bitch slap heard around the world? <laughs> Why, sure. Now folks, we're going to show the clip and we're going to get back to you guys and the super chats and everything in just a moment. But I wanted to pull this up because here in the U.S., when we were watching this on Sunday Night Live, we didn't get the full story. Nope. What we saw, Nick, was, and you and I were in the same room, but Dion, Kendo, we were all on the stream together. Mm -hmm. What we saw in the same room was all of a sudden Chris Rock was on stage and then it froze. And then he goes, wow, that was the greatest moment in the history of television. And then yeah. we didn't know what happened. Yeah, and then right. and then and, and then and then and then we then like yeah, the, the, it looked like we had the, like the three dot loading screen. All of a sudden, you you the, there's no sound, and you all you see all you see is uh, Will Smith mouth the words, "Get your get my wife's name out of your mouth." Yeah, yeah. well, out of your fucking mouth. But yeah, but like that's what we've seen. We're just like, whoa, what the fuck happened? And we had to like go to like we had to wait like ten minutes for it to have, like the full video to be on Twitter. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that that's the same version I had because I was streaming ABC through the TV, and it was you know. Just it's they're live out, out of a local through like Arizona or some shit like that. And yeah, I had the same thing. Like it might never cut out. There was just like, you know, how like sometimes like remember back in old VHS tapes, like if some if a tape got like cut or broke and like, you repaired it and it would just like suddenly jump like six seconds ahead of where it's supposed to be when you're watching it. That's kind of what yeah. I got. And you could see Will doing the mouthing thing. Dion, I think, had it live over the air. So he probably actually had yeah. the best version of it. Yep. Yep. We, uh, you know, you see the joke and obviously my, our volume was down, right? Cause we, we didn't want it to come in on the, uh, on the stream. And, you know, so you see him get up. So we heard the joke, he, he gets up and I'm thinking it's a bit. So then you get up and then we see the slap and then that's when it starts getting choppy. So you can tell that they were trying to, to stop it on the delay. So you, right after we see the slap, it gets choppy for a minute. It goes to the Oscar screen, and then it's him in this chair. And then he goes, and then you hear Chris Rock. It was a G.I. Jane joke. And he goes, keep my wife's name out your fucking. And they, they cut the value, but you see him mouth fucking, and then they cut the yeah. feet again. Yeah. So then I was like, holy shit. So then I was, I was like, dude, I think it just, you know, that's when I was getting on with you guys. Like, dude, he just fucked. I don't think that, blah, 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 blah. and then you know, then I went on Twitter and found the unedited Australian, yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah. And that and was that's, like crazy. That's so we, we see it and then it cut. And then, they, for, you know, for whatever reason, when they did cut it, they cut after it happened. They didn't cut the, sh the, the quote unquote badger that happened. So that's what made me even laugh harder because they tried to fucking cut it with a delay and they still didn't do that shit right. Now, for those listening on the audio portion, you're going to hear the clip. But for those watching, folks, get ready because we're about to show you in three, two, one. Yeah, and like he's laughing, she's not very happy. No, the joke didn't land. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> so we'll give that a quick second. We'll go show the rest in a moment. You know, for the sound and what the a professional. Right? Yeah. Um, that, that's the big so, thing out of this. Chris Rock comes out, comes out of this looking fantastic. He made a no, joke. No, no, he, he does. And, and, completely and, and, hit, and, and, but then he was a complete professional about the whole thing. Well, yeah. That, and the and, victim. And, and, and yeah. And, and, and apparently, like, his arm was fucked up, too, or he broken it or dislocated or some shit like that. So, like, you know, he was at a, was at a disadvantage. He didn't want to do anything. That's why, I don't know. He, like, his arm was in a sling. Like, I, I'd heard that before. Like, he had some sort of injury beforehand. Um, so that's probably part, part why, uh, partly why he didn't want to, he couldn't strike back because he really couldn't, he would fuck up his arm even worse in one day. He didn't want an all out brawl to happen. So. There really isn't much else to say to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize Will Smith was that black. Well, um, Ike Turner, I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, listen. No, I I'm kid a woman. That's different. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. my bad. That's, that's, that's more Ike Turner. Uh, more Ike Turner, Chris Brown. But definitely, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, they should have escorted his ass out. You know, I think he should be banned. At the same time. I'm not mad at Big Willie. You know, dude's been going through it. Someone made a joke and he slapped a dude in his mouth. Yeah, apparently, apparently. That's the blackest shit ever. Apparently, Chris Rock was the straw that broke the camel's back. And he's like, he was just there at the wrong time, the wrong place. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, and Will's like, like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Dude. And then he, <laughs> listen, again, don't do that shit. At the same time, though, it's like, yo. <laughs> now, two people learned. Something very important that night. We all we, will learn that he can't take a joke, and Chris learned whose wife not to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 what is it? Is apparently, so funny. Well, uh, uh, apparently he's he's made jokes about them and Jada before. I think it was in 2016 when he was hosting the Oscars again. Yeah, where he was joking Oscar about them. I think. Do what now? The Oscars so white stuff when Jada was the one that I guess went off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was well, making jokes about her there again, and like, um, yeah, and yeah, whatever. I, 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 and also I love how Hollywood is taking Will's side, and he's like, he did the right thing, for, you know, defending his wife. Majority honor, so. of Hollywood really isn't. I, I mean, the people that are saying he did the right thing, those are a lot of those, you know, Twitter, uh, Twitter activists who take themselves way too seriously. So far, it seems like the majority of folks are 
are are giving him shit for it, and and, and rightfully so. But yeah, yeah, so far, I mean, it's not a whole lot of people in Hollywood. They're like, oh my god, Will was. Uh, anytime that I've seen that, you see someone yelling a bunch of bullshit about you know defending your wife. You know, those are usually the the folks on Twitter that are trying to you know virtual signal a little bit. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost a shitload of respect for Will Smith that won't come back because if you listen to the show, folks, we have been talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith in this cucking for what a year, maybe even longer. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Ever since, ever since the entanglement thing came out, and she fucking Mm. made him cry in front of everybody by dropping a bomb on him. Hey, you know, I tell you right over here. Yeah, I was banging your your son's friend. It's like, oh shit, you know. So we we've been talking about since that happened. What I was hoping is there's an alternate reality where it goes, oh, yeah, well, I fucked Margot Robbie. Like, just flat out in the camera. <laughs> that would have been a sweet name drop because then I'd be like, yeah, now you're just a warring couple. But Will Smith has been taking this, like, willingly taking it. And his fucking family. We always look at, actually, let's go even further back to the beginning of the show. This is a perfect story to cover on the 300th episode of our show because we used to have a segment back in the day. Dion, do you remember the Will Smith son, Jaden Smith's Tweets of the Week? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, dude, Absolutely. Tacos are like emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are the smartest things on the planet. I think that segment predated me. It I did. That was oh. early. Yeah, that was an it early, was early, early WCBS. Like, if yep. you were around for that shit, you were around. Probably, you know, you may not be around anymore. Old, 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe 100 years ago. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And And listen, again, I, you know, Definitely, I, I don't, I don't besmirch anyone that has lost a lot of respect for Will Smith, and I get it, especially on the Oscar nights. You know, in terms of that being, you know, your choice of profession, you know, that's the biggest night, and then you know all the implications of embarrassing yourself on national television and all that, you know. And at the same time, like you know, listen, whether whether you know, people are responsible for their own choices, and you've got to be ready to to deal with the consequences. And that all being said, you know. He's been going through it, and I don't know the specifics of their fucking relationship. Obviously, Jada comes off as a real asshole. I mean, and that's something I'll stand by. She's definitely coming off as an asshole. But again, I don't know the things that happened in their relationship. I don't know what led them to do all those things. But um, you know, I, 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 I don't. I just don't know. And even with that all being said, people have a fucking breaking point. And, and while, you know, being a, a, a stand-up comedian is Chris's job and you can't fucking get up and slap some a, a, a comedian for ribbing you a little bit, you know, people have a breaking point. And, well, and but- sometimes people, you know, that old adage of be careful whose mama you talk about. And, well, <laughs> and Will Chris Smith- made a joke. Will didn't like it. You know, I at least give him credit for being like, you know what? Fuck all this bullshit. Will Smith needs to direct his anger. Well, he needs to direct his anger at his wife, who's the fucking... Uh, Architect of his destruction. We don't know. We, she's talking too much. We don't know what conversations <laughs> they had. They might have had a conversation. Maybe they finally got to a point in their relationship where they had worked through some shit. And then on Oscar night, Chris Rock makes a joke about the woman you finally made amends with. I don't know, man. You know, but and he definitely needs to work on his shit for sure. I'm not saying don't don't give him any fucking you know quarter or 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 acceptance for it. But man, you know, I get, yeah, I get it. People, I get people. Just sometimes, you, you've just had enough. <laughs> oh man, it was it was it was so surreal watching that and just being like, "This really fucking happened." What's going on? Yeah. Well, well 
Jaden Smith tweeted out, and that's how he do it in response to his dad slapping Chris Rock. God. You take, you, you take a couple of fake like, Yo, you take a couple of wrong. yeah you take a couple of fake kung fu classes from 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 Jackie Chan and take make a karate move and you think you're all all badass. I mean, yeah, man, it's it's um, it's 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 fucking wild. I did like a lot of the memes that came out where it's like, yo, man, the dude trained for like two years to play Muhammad Ali. Y'all had to know something was gonna happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> now he had, he had the knob striking hand up by the face, you know, and people obviously giving him shit. You know, it was a weak ass slap. There, you know, listen, two things are, are for sure possible. Everybody, especially people that that have gotten in the shit. You laughing at a joke don't mean a goddamn thing. So he could have laughed at it and be like, yeah, that is funny, but I'm about to slap this motherfucker. I, Especially it, at work, you see people give, okay, motherfucker, that, that was funny laugh. And then two, that's the type of slap you give someone to prove that they're not going to do anything. So, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> he ain't trying to knock him out. He's proving a point. Well, <laughs> it's a shitty point, but he proved it. Well, also, like I, I love how there was a whole like conspiracy thing on it being a Scientology thing, where like you slap another Scientologist to show that they did something wrong. That's how Scientologists mm. show, like you know that you know dominance or some shit like that. Where like you, they'll slap somebody who's done something wrong or talk or or or, or use some sort of tonal bullshit to you know it, to tell you that oh you are wrong and they are right. Yeah. I've heard that too, and I'm just Wait, like, that's Smith Scientologist. Yeah, dude, he's been like that for a, a, a good little bit now. Him and his wife made a uh, made a little kids camp, a little kids summer camp where they indoctrinate kids with that shit. And then I, she bangs, tried, the, you know, the teenage eighteen year olds. That's how yeah. she gets out. That's how they rank her feet and count. She's like, she's like, I have to, I have to take away all of your, your, all of your bad thetans. You know, young aspiring rapper who may or may not be friends with my son. Here, let me drain you of those thetans coming into this room. <laughs> Will watch for your own good at this point. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh jeez. So let's find out more about this story because it's the story that keeps on giving. So according to a few hours ago, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences said that they had asked Will Smith to leave the Oscars after he slapped Chris Rock but the actor had refused to go. I guess we know we don't call the police on certain types of people. Uh, When you're rich, it doesn't matter. The admission came as part of a statement the Academy released saying it had initiated disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violation of the Academy's standards of conduct, including inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior, and compromising the integrity of the Academy. Well, you guys do that yourself every single year. By that logic, Harvey Weinstein shouldn't have been anywhere near the Academy Awards. Dude, (laughs) the Academy Awards is a uh, self-defeating group. Because they fucking destroy the integrity of the Academy each and every year. We're going to get into it, but the fact that they started the Oscars out with a DJ and played Daniel Kaluuya to the fucking stage with Africa by Toto, that's, that, that's some fucked up stupid shit. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a hell of a start to the show. Yeah, that we'll go backwards in a moment. But Will Smith, the bitch slap heard around the world, that's the thing we have to talk about. The disciplinary process will take a few weeks to conclude, huh? Uh, well, Will Smith. Well, well, Jeff. Also, remember they they gave they gave a war to Roman Polanski, and everybody got up and 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 clapped for that one too. It's Wait, true. did they give an award to Polanski like more recently? 
Well, they've uh, they've done they, they they did it a while ago, but it was like you know obviously he's you know he's in he's in France and he couldn't be you know, he couldn't come by and get it or else they'd arrest him, which I think they did. Um, but yeah, they gave him an award and everybody got up and clapped. Yeah, including Meryl Streep. But didn't he uh, assault an underage whatever, and that's yep, why yep, he's he not allowed in the country? Yep. But yep. we still praise him because he's a wonderful man. Fuck yeah. Now, yep. he, he, he's, he's allowed in the country. He'll just be arrested as soon as he steps foot in the country. That's why he hides in Switzerland where there is no extradition. Yep, mm. exactly. Yeah, so as, as you know, once again, you're, we're, we're just piling more, more and more points onto why these people are pieces of shit. So. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy out in Hollywood. So the disciplinary action will take a few weeks to conclude. It said, that being said, Mr. Smith is being given at least 15 days notice of a vote regarding his violation and potential sanctions. He'll be given the opportunity to be heard beforehand in a written response. The organization's board of governors are scheduled to meet again on April 18th. They have a quote saying, Mr. Smith's actions at the 94th annual Oscars were deeply shocking, traumatic, an event to witness in person on live and on television. The Man, Academy said this day. I, I laughed so hard it hurt. Who gets traumatized uh, by watching a grown man slap another grown man? <laughs> the two and a half hour meeting at the Board of Governors on Wednesday was described by two people who attended as emotional as the governors conveyed the feelings of their constituents from their branches of the film industry. The feeling in the room, according to those who attended, was that there is, it is their obligation to not normalize violence, said two governors who were granted anonymity to, anonymity to discuss the private meeting. <laughs> on Sunday, the Academy on Sunday at the Academy Awards, Mr. Smith reacted to a joke that Chris Rock made about his wife's buzzed hair by leaving his seat in the audience and slapping the comedian across the face, then warning him with expletives not to speak about his wife. The actress, Jada Pinkett Smith, Miss Pinkett Smith has alopecia, which causes hair loss, and led her to regularly buzz her hair. Oh, well. That's just so she yeah. can get, never mind, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop making fun of Jada banging dudes. <laughs> no, please don't keep keep going on. Don't don't stop. She won't. Yeah, <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's that's just so she isn't getting a bunch of uh, thetan seeds in her hair that she has to wash out before Will sees it. <laughs> well, I know her name was mentioned earlier, but as we said, Wanda Sykes, one of the hosts of Sunday's telecast, said in a clip from an interview with Ellen DeGeneres, she's popular, that was shared Wednesday that the moment was sickening to her and that she thought Will Smith should have been escorted from the building instead of being allowed to stay and accept his Oscar. This is why I'm mad at Will Smith. He's making me agree with Wanda Sykes about something. She's not bad. She's fine. She's not that bad. I don't know. The other two real well, I've seen her and she's not that funny. That's uh, that, she's she's okay. She's okay. not that funny. She's funny. Yeah, I would describe. Well, okay, 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 okay. But but between between Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina King, who would who would you rather who would who would you rather see out of all that? Regina. See, now this is why I'm pissed off at Nick because he's making me want to have to see Wanda Sykes because that is the correct answer. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) No, Regina King was in the first scary movie. There you go. You can watch that. Voices on the Boondocks. I mean, I love me some Regina King, but she was crazy. Fuck. Oh, oh, she was terrible. All three Oscar hosts were fucking garbage. I just meant if you had to pick one of them to save based on their body of work, I'll go Regina King because she made the first scary movie. Amy Schumer is not funny. And Wanda Sykes. They put not she was in Clerks, they, Wanda they, Sykes they was put, in Clerks 2, and that was that was actually a really funny part of Clerks 2. Yeah, and, and, and I mean they put they put Amy Schumer in a skin tight Spider-Man out, outfit with fucking um Nick I shaving cream. There. Yeah, now that was trauma. Hello, fellow they kids. They want to talk about traumatic things. 
Yeah, they hoisted they hoisted the her ass up on a fucking crane. Yeah, and that <laughs> tight ass else can lift her ass up. That was that traumatizing. I'll give them that. Yeah. Hey, while I get some water, tell the audience what you think about Amy Schumer in general, just for two minutes, the three of you. Uh, why why give us a shitty softball like that? Like <laughs> I mean, this I'm one's gonna be really easy. Nick's gonna say well, I'm still here like in the room, Piggy, and she's not funny and she's gross. And I'm gonna say that's right. Amy Schumer is gross and unfunny, and I can't stand her. And then Dion's gonna be like, she ain't that bad. She's a she's a pound cake. <laughs> well, it's funny. I never say pound cake. I leave to talk about the looks to you motherfuckers. I just don't think she's that funny. You know, inside Amy Schumer had a couple funny parts. I mean, especially when it got bad when she stole a couple fucking jokes, you know, and then it's like, yo, we're going to hear a bit about how her vagina smells for half of her fucking set. Okay, cool. Great. And then you're, oh, yeah, you know, you think you're fat. Okay, cool. And then you fuck dudes. Okay, cool. Hilarious. Let's go to the next comedian. There was also that whole bit where she was... Uh... Where she took Christian, what is it, uh, Christian Dunst out of her seat to go hit on her husband? That was funny too. I mean, I don't remember that part. <laughs> supposed to be funny, I guess. But... Yeah, it was supposed to be funny, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, but you know, all good, I guess. But but yeah, man, I I I I don't get what 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 it's the, the you know the the powers that be in terms of you know Hollywood why they think that she's this bankable thing you know as far as i know it ain't like the last few bunch of her movies have done super well you know having her go to the oscars when you know so many people don't like a lot of her work is is really weird but i don't know whatever man it, it's just you know but the oscars love the hey fellow kids you know instead of yeah. having we don't want to have just some black folk we'll add amy schumer that'll really even it out. <laughs> it's like adding Paul Feig there. Nobody fucking wants him. Just, right. If they would have just stuck with like Wanda Sykes, then I think it would have been a whole lot better. But the three of them trying to be funny with each other, that, that shit never works, especially when it's written material that's probably most likely not written by them. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's just, we're just weird, you know. Regina King making a bunch of COVID jokes, you know, and then, oh, you know, we're, you know, and, you know, listen, you know, you want to say, you know, Hollywood wants to be Hollywood and they want to change all their Twitter bios at certain times of the year for certain months. But, hey, we're going to do a pat down joke and insinuate that. Oh, yeah, Bernstein that shit. Holy bang, shit. That was so fucking weird. How that cringy was, so was that? Wild. Because, like, she 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 felt up two dudes on air and it's just like. If this were if, if this were reversed, the guy the, the guy would get the guy would be there for about two seconds and then get and then get escorted off stage immediately. Oh yeah, you know, imagine if it's Jason Momoa feeling up Amy Schumer and Regina King. You know, it's, let's it's not. A, well, let's not I think more, I think more people would be like more like Jason <laughs> Momoa has clearly but... lost his mind and he needs to be committed. Right, it'd be like, <laughs> yo, we can't have oh. that joke ever again. But you know that that part was what's so goddamn ridiculously cringy about it is just like hey we want to be this inspirational institution but also we're going to do a bunch of hey fellow kids jokes and then oh yeah we're, we're going to say don't make jokes about sex and stuff but we're going to insinuate it a bunch and it's like come on guys like damn y'all all these famous writers and stuff you can't think of anything else they're not that good trust me uh like i told you 
the one lady out here was like, look, they just tell people to copy everything else. If you're going to make a new TV show, you need to have five different things that it's like. So these people can instantly go, oh, like that's what they tell you to do if you try to get shit made. That's how original entertainment is today, folks. Be like something else. They fucking tell you what to do. Right. And that's and that's that's so that's such bullshit. It is. So let me just let this play in the background for a moment because I figure uh, we can talk about a couple other things. Uh, where are we at? So you want to see what the let's see what the audience has said anything else about Will Smith because there's a lot of fun comments like from A Adam with a very generous twenty dollars super chat who says, "What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! I'm Jada Pinkett's husband, bitch." P.S. YouTube made me edit out the B word. <laughs> I can believe it. Yeah, YouTube. Well, do you? You guys, we have a connection to Chappelle's show, and we have one more. Would you guys like to see what happens when Keeping It Real goes wrong? Absolutely. (laughs) You're watching when Keeping It Real goes wrong. Will Smith was the king of the summer box office. For decades, he was at the forefront of A-list celebrity, becoming the face of fame. Smith started from humble beginnings on the west side of Philadelphia, where he was born and raised. He would use his musical gifts to help get him out of his situation, becoming the rapper known as the Fresh Prince. Smith shot to instant fame. His unique talents, combined with a string of hits such as Men in Black, Independence Day, and Six Degrees of Separation, would help cement Will Smith as a household name. After years of dominating the blockbuster space, Will Smith would set his sights on more serious acting endeavors, with King Richard, Smith's newest film, finally garnering the serious acting nods he desired. On Hollywood's biggest night, the buzz surrounding Will Smith reached fever pitch as he was nominated for Best Actor. During the ceremony, renegade comedian Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, cracked a joke about Will Smith's precious wife, Jada. Known as the world's best husband, it was in this moment that Will Smith threw out decades of superstardom to defend the honor of his austere spouse. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! In front of millions of people on live television, Will Smith decided to slap Chris Rock. Rock, a professional, stood there while Smith confirmed everything the rest of the world was saying about him. Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Assault is a serious crime that can include a lot of jail time. This not being one of them. In a strange turn of events, the Academy decided to reward Will Smith's actions with the Best Actor Award. Time stood still as Will Smith cried for five minutes straight. It was at that moment that Will Smith knew that though he had just won an Oscar and was sitting on top of the world, his career as a respectable actor had ended. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! <laughs> oh, wow! This has been When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's going to go wrong for Will Smith. <laughs> that, that was good. Well that was good. That they should put, I mean, Chris Rock. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you guys liked it, uh, folks. Uh, that was a we had a big twenty dollars super chat from A Adama, so I thought that was the perfect time to bust out one of the special event buttons. Yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna be interesting. I wonder where Will Smith is gonna benefit because he's super rich, or like that doesn't really affect people. It's like, oh, at this level, I can just buy my way out of problems. Do you think they're gonna let him buy his way out of this problem, or is he gonna be made a? Uh, poster child for this and never live this down oh he's not gonna live it down you know he's definitely he'll still it's gonna be a little bit of column a a little bit of column b i mean he's you know he's 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 in that club so you know being super super rich and making a bunch of money as long as people still go and watch you know semi 
shitty movies, um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna have a way in, but it's definitely gonna follow him around. I think it'll be at a fever pitch for a year or two, and then he'll do some other, you know, biopic, and then and then it'll just kind of be a, a you know, a, a, a cloud that rightfully so follows him around for a little bit. But yeah, he's not gonna like stop getting huge parts or anything. What do you guys <clears throat> say about the people who claim this is fake? I mean, that, that's always going to happen, man. The tin foils are never far behind. You know, I, I, you know, listen, I, I, there's, 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 there's a, 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 a lot of fucking money you'd have to pay someone to take a slap like that on national fucking TV and, and, and fuck up their reputation and as we all know, you know, Highwood ain't that, ain't that, uh, I guess, uh, imaginative to pay Chris Rock and Will Smith that a bunch of money, somehow not get caught and have him slap someone on TV. I, yeah, that's, that's just one. I don't, you know, that's the same people that think every Super Bowl is fucking fixed. Yeah. I don't, I won't take it that far because the people involved are all paid millions of dollars to be fake. Correct. Now, I don't think it's necessarily fake. But I have heard a lot of pro wrestlers. Uh, we have a super chat coming that we'll talk about in a moment. Talk about it. I mean, it it's kind of hard to not put those pieces together. The year where the Oscars is literally teetering out of existence. We were watching this thinking this is going to be the last Oscars. Now something like this happens when they're the most desperate after they already changed the Oscars. Like, Nick, the joke we made at the beginning of the show was, wow, they really changed the Oscars. Now they're going to cater it to black people because that's all that. Left watching it. Literally, what we said on air because how they changed the Oscars to appeal to—I don't know what it was. I honestly didn't. I say on air, it felt like Newport was going to sponsor the Oscars at some point. Like it was really off-brand for them the way they treated it, and it kind of belittles the cause of growth. If you want everyone to be equal, all right, cool. Don't pander. Don't make it—I don't know—so weird. It was a shitty Oscars across the board, and then you had that, and so people have been talking about it being fake for a while that being said i don't necessarily think it is i would wouldn't be surprised down the road if they're like haha like the montreal screw job haha we find out whatever but i'm still putting in the category of real here on this channel because i mean i watched it happen live and i don't know i just if there are more repercussions I'm going to think it's real if will smith gets away scot-free then i'm going to be really really questioning that well, here's mm -hmm. the reason why I think that it's probably real. Because one, while that would garner buzz and publicity, that's probably not exactly the type of publicity that the hoity-toity Academy is trying to gather for itself. You know, watch the Academy Awards where you'll get to see, you know, people act violent towards each other. Probably not what they're trying to sell. Mm -hmm. Secondly, Will Smith didn't have to cuss in his raps to sell records, but now he <laughs> is on one of the biggest nights for his industry, screaming the F word really loud. You know, to where, you know, you can audibly hear it and causing potential problems for uh, stations across the country that don't dump it fast enough to be hammered with some FCC fines. That's where I'm like, I, I can't see it being fake because that's just going to garner all there's the problems and the issues and the bullshit that, that it's going to cause far outweigh the risk. It's like, how many people do they really think? I mean, how many people do they think are going to start tuning in for the Oscars just because somebody got smacked on the Oscars? Do you think there'll be any escalation to where next year somebody's going to stage something or they're going to like 
probably next year they'll play this clip a dozen times and everyone will chuckle and laugh and it'll be part of the Will Smith apology tour, but escalation might become a thing at the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that part I wouldn't be surprised at. I, I wouldn't right. be surprised if like that, but... As long but as yeah, it doesn't turn into like some of, some of the uh, the BET award nights. All oh, the old fights. Well, well, listen, the- listen and, that's, and that's the other reason why I don't think it's fake. You know, the vibes pulled that shit and the vibes aren't around anymore. You know, not that the Oscars would disappear, but you know, I, I, you know, uh, uh, you know, planned violence that isn't professional wrestling tends to make motherfuckers lose their jobs. You know, and, correct. And yeah, I, yeah. As desperate as they are, you know, I could believe them. They had a bit planned, uh, and he went and he went into business for himself to use professional wrestling lingo. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they were like, hey, yo, he's gonna make the joke. You're gonna walk on. You're gonna smack him on live TV, and then you know, talk some shit at. at uh, at your chair, at your table. So I, yeah, that that part is, is a little far fetched. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's a work or fake either. Because once again, like they they have to do something like this every year for it to be a thing. I, I and and here's the thing is like <clears throat> next year's Oscars are probably going to have a, a little bit higher viewer, but there's not going to be something like this happening again. So it'll it'll spike up one year and then go back down the next. Like it's not going to be a big thing. Um, this this won't happen again. I'm sure they'll be a little bit more uh, a little more d- diligent. It would be smart not to have this happen again. Yeah. If this was the '90s and this shit happened, then ne- you know who would host. You know who should host the Oscars next year is Jerry Springer. He's the perfect host because if shit goes out <laughs> out of control, why right. not? I mean, I, I'd probably watch that. I go laugh. I would. Yeah, <clears throat> but no, it's the it's the okay. Look, it's Hollywood. It's the Academy. They are what they they believe that they are high society and you know, prim, proper, uh, you know, better than the rest of us, they, they're they not going to turn to violence to try to gain viewership. That's what us, the you know, the peasantry does to entertain ourselves. We watch men beat each other to shit for some money, which is true. We do, and we enjoy it, but they, they're not, they're, they're not going to, that, that's not going to be their fucking sales gimmick from now on is watch the Oscars and maybe a fucking hockey game will break out. <laughs> Well, that's why I wanted to bring it up, because people are talking about that. It pops up, especially since it's WrestleMania week and pro wrestlers have talked about it. Like Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett talked about it for 20 minutes to the point where it's showing up a lot of places. I'm just like, yo, let's give our take on why we don't think it's that bullshit. So I'm with you. I would hate I would like to watch for escalation. Like, oh, my God, what are they going to do next year? But reality, you don't want that next year. I wonder. I wonder what the benefits are going to be for them. I know there will be increased viewership next year. Uh, Do you think, like, okay, for example, they're clearly trying to change stuff with these fan-voted categories with the Avengers and, for God's sake, Zack Snyder's Justice League having a number one. Two-time number one person at the Oscars and fan moments, Zack Snyder. (laughs) Hey, Dion, would it hurt to see see Zack Snyder win an Oscar, Dion? Uh, after his last few movies, it absolutely would. Which of his films is the most Oscar worthy? Watchmen. Good answer. That's not a bad movie at all. No, it's yeah. That's what that's what I enjoy as well too. I, I've I've watched it recently as well, and I'm just like, this one's fun. I like this one. All right, so let's check up or in with the audience. Um, here's a good picture to put up on screen. The, the eyes of a broken man. Poor Will Smith. You did it to yourself, buddy. All right. So 
up next we have a super chat from our friend where did we go that is the oscar window we are not that far back ah here we are it says from dr coffin nails sorry i missed you this weekend hope you'll be in indianapolis in september i will definitely be there hail wcbs hashtag 300 sorry number 300 i just showed well um it. yeah so just so you know um whorehound is not going to indianapolis until september of 2023 yeah that is yeah, we found that we, we found that out at the, at the convention this weekend so yeah we... for september 22 yep yeah we'll have a good time we'll have a great time yeah. we always do we'll uh we'll eat skyline we'll get drunk we'll live stream we'll have we'll have a great time we'll we'll hang out with bruce campbell he's gonna be at the convention so that's that's our go yeah hail to the king baby so tlj screwjob thank you very much he says friends actually enjoy the halo show one even said he's glad they got the face reveal out of the way why are people so hypnotized because halo <sighs> nick the the face reveal was bullshit. He didn't. I don't know. Once again, don't know why the fuck they did that. He's never taken off his mask before. And mind you, like the the beginning part when like the little village area gets taken over by the Covenant and the 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 um, uh, the Master Chiefs and, and and his crew have to go and like help them. There is a lot of nostalgia there. Like there's a part where like they hit his shield and you hear it go down like in the video game, and then you hear that toot, toot, you know the, the beeping noise, and then it comes back up. You hear the, all that noise. It's very nostalgia-inducing. It's like, oh man, it's happening. It's cool, but that's about it. Like they they kill they kill the covenant. They do their thing, and then it goes into like the heavier story of, uh, uh, and it and like immediately changes and goes into it. And you're dealing with so much, so many elements so quickly that it just it's very jarring. And I mean, the first the first I guess third or half of that episode is is kind of fun, but. It doesn't feel like Halo because once again, he takes his mask off and you know, he doesn't sound like the dude or anything. And apparently, after he gets like shocked or whatever from the device, like he his his physiology changes immediately, all of a sudden, you know, right there and then in the first episode. And it's just weird. I'm not. The show looks like the the the, the look of it is really good. It looks very shiny and new. It looks very cool. But that's about it. Like I don't. I mean, I, I guess I guess we can keep watching the watching the show and figuring out what's going on with it and reporting on it, but I don't know. I just I just don't care. Like I I wanted something more than what they gave us. I wanted a little bit more backstory of like you know him reaching this point, but they just immediately reached this point of him like finding this ancient device that the Covenant were trying to look for, and things are going to go crazy now. It's like why? What's why can't we start with a little bit of a little bit more backstory? Why? Because it's. To get a new audience, Nick. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'll sound like an old man for just a second. It does bother me that we can never have things that take a while to build. The attention span of today is so short, our entertainment suffers. That's it. That's my bitching at the clouds. That's fair enough. Yeah. I'll shake my fist later in anger. You know, Dion, okay. I'm thinking about the all-you-can-eat ribs we're going to have tomorrow for lunch, so I'm really not that angry. Doesn't sound I, that definitely will keep you centered. <laughs> i'm also bringing a lot of um fun stuff we're gonna have a game tournament we're gonna do all kinds of crazy shit on this trip dude so be prepared i dig it you better what time's your flight in the morning uh i leave at 6 30 that's early yeah i got 
I got to leave it seven something. So it's not that much different, but back to the show. Sorry, folks. We're really excited. Even though we hung out last weekend, it was a work trip. Dion was at the one end of the table, getting people over to talk about woke busters. Jesse was getting people to talk about woke busters. I was drawing it and showing it to people and signing books and stuff like that. So you oh, and man, I, I, was, I was trying to help. Beers. I was trying to help people start their podcasts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. We were fucking like, we had like 12 yeah, jobs. We were, yeah, we were we, we were all we were all hustling hustling motherfuckers. That's all. You're like one of the right. arteries of the convention. Like it doesn't operate right without us there. So we were busy. Now, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for telling us about what your um your friends thought about the show Halo. Cesaro Japan, thank you very much for your generous $10 super chat. He says the sad thing about the whole Rock Smith debacle is Jada Pinkett Smith talked her way out of the lead role of G.I. Jane 2. She could have used her disease for the positive. Also, Buffalo Jeff Button. Okay, just a moment. But, yeah, you, would you ever watch G.I. Jane 2 Electric Boogaloo starring Jada Pinkett Smith? I mean, probably <laughs> to see how, how awesomely bad it is, for sure. I want to do push-ups, too. God. I mean, I, I mean, she, I mean, she, she won't be able to do that many push-ups because you know she's got alopecia, so she, that, that hinders her from doing push-ups. So that's how that works, right? I think so. I'm, I, I, I'm just taking the taking a taking a guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, survey says no. Now, <clears throat> thank you very much, uh, Cesario Japan. Let me get your uh, Buffalo Jeff button. By the way, I walked into the other room and I saw Cesario Japan sent a message to the matriarchy. So, folks, thanks for checking out multiple streams and showing love to all your favorite YouTubers. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. <laughs> Sorry, Dion. Yeah, it should be. It's over. Don't worry. The oh, audience requested it. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, say it! See, I cleared it out. Jeez. Yeah. Hot Cheetos 69 asks, did you guys get my button video through the email yet? I did not, Hot Cheetos. Uh, Nick Kendo, could you guys forward me an email from Hot Cheetos 69 that had a button in it? I would appreciate that, please. On it. Cesario Japan, or Cesar Jorpin again, says, The Pursuit of Cockiness. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget the movie titles. Besides The Pursuit of Cockiness, we could also get... Well, Wild Wild Cuck was my favorite one so far that wasn't presented to us. I mean, um, Captain America, The Winter Cuck. Or, ooh, Captain Cuck. Captain Cuckold, the Winter Soldier. That's a title. Um, Yeah, God, there's a million titles, but all I'm thinking of is, are movies with one word, like Jaws or Twins or Ghostbusters. Cuckbusters, there you go. <laughs> Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much for your super chat. Ninja Lawyer Steve says, I sent you a link with some crazy stuff. Please bear with it as I had to take a somewhat different approach this time. Well, Ninja Lawyer Steve, I will play that stuff towards the end of the show. I already have the tab pulled up right here from Ninja Lawyer Steve. Uh, we got the 06 Park Games backstory is the first thing. So, yes, I do have uh, these pulled up. We'll check them out towards the end of the show. Our friend A. Adama sends another generous $20 super chat. Thank you very much. He says, happy 300, guys. It's good to know that you guys have been and continue to be out there taking dumps on bad pop culture. May the force be with you guys always. Well, A. Adama, thank you very much for the generosity. Thank you very much for the message. And thank you very much for the uh, the force. We're going to need it. We're all in this together. But it's been 
a blast. This podcast has never been anything but a joy from the beginning till now. And we're going to continue to do it because I always like to talk about these things, but I never want it to seem like we're ending it. No, that's that's not happening at all. I had to take a hiatus from the Tuesday show because I got to do woke busters and some other things. But no, this podcast has been and will always be here because we love to do it. The secret is the four of us. I would say, oh, you got to know everybody. You can't meet anybody online. But sometimes you meet a guy like Kendo and it feels like you've known him forever. So really, folks, the secret to anything is the chemistry. And you can't buy it. You can't artificially manufacture it. You just got to have it. So I'm lucky to have that here. We have a great chemistry, guys, and I'm excited to see what episode 500 looks like, where we get the big show on. Oh, shit. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, there are 370 it. people watching. Make sure you thumbs up the uh, video so YouTube knows you like it. Yeah, do that. YouTube is the reason why you're not hearing from us. So stick it to the man and hit that thumbs up button. But Ayadama, thank you very much once again. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. The Fink is so good, he was in Queen of the Ring. Ah, yeah, I don't it was think China. That was actually him. <laughs> you sure about that? Like him, though. I don't know, man. Howard Finkel was still working for the Fed at the time. I, I got to think that Vince would look down upon him being involved in a fucking gangbang porn parody in his company. Oh, God. I know Vince McMahon is a real life asshole, but I don't think he's the kind of guy to cock block a guy like Howard Finkel. So if Howard was going to get some on the side and they had to videotape, but I think Vince would be like, that sounds like good shit, pal. <laughs> should, should we do a watch along for that wrestling match sometime? Well, we'll think about it. We'll put it on the uh, the to do list of things we might one day do, but probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw it in the docket. Yeah. Uh, Everybody we'll wear protection. The, the Curtis Lendenfield biopic. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's a deep cut for anyone that's been listening since the beginning. Hey, Dion, let's change our names to Curtis Lendenfield and see if anyone realizes it's us. Oh, let's do it. They'll never they'll never know. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Curtis Lendenfield, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Curtis Lendenfield. Hey, person, person, all oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, don't let me get Will Smith. <laughs> What the fuck? I am so glad my name is not Curtis Lendenfield. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Darian217, thank you very much for your generous super chat. I've been listening to the show for some time. Can you give us a quick refresher on the Will Smith cuck backstory? I don't recall, to be honest. So, Dion, you actually watched the interview and had a little better knowledge of the situation. Would you give Darian217 a brief reminder of Will Smith's cucking, the cucking of Will Smith? Uh, well, from 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 my best memory... Uh, while they were having some some relationship issues, they were separated for some time. Um, at which point, they obviously were were seeing other people, and you know, while they were still technically together, and you know, he was having issues where you know he'd be cheating on his wife and get the feel to throw up. Then come around, and they had a, a family friend, a friend of Jaden's, who happened to be a rapper, was staying with them, who was very sick at the time. At which point said rapper developed a relationship with Jada and again her and Will are still married at this point um and he knew about it uh and this was you know the time period while they were were you know still together but quote unquote separated and she had she was having sex with her with her son's friend who was sick and he apparently knew about it and they and they had agreed at some point to have continue having 
an open relationship in which she famously categorized it as uh, an entanglement. There you go, Darian217. That is the cucking of Will Smith. We are we are there. <laughs> we, we, we followed it, but we don't understand it. Adam Wofford, thank you very much for your generous generous super chat. He says, before it was a joke trailer, it was a creepy pasta, but now it's a failure. So can I get a number 77 and a number 66? Sure, you got it. So first off, a number 77. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. And here's your next one. Keep on that one. I'll take these two. Uh, but, oh my gosh! Oh. Jesus. He's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much again for your generous super chat. He says, another friend of mine said about the Halo show, creative freedoms. When I told him about the girl raised by the Covenant, they are in a holy war against humans. Should I respond with Remilla movies, Resident Evil Mia movies, and the Mario movie? So you're going to compare the Mila Jovovich and Mario movie to how unfaithful Halo is. I don't know if I can handle the show. And I know people are going to go, but Jeff, there's supposed to be different experiences. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, hey, person, oh God. anytime you adapt stuff, all we want to do is see our favorite heroes do cool shit. And if you take them out of the show, I don't care. Let's, like, let's make the next James Bond movie, Bond 26, but he's still dead. Let's not. Oh so... Yeah, and, and I mean, seeing the seeing the human girl with the covenant is weird because she's she's speaking the language, and but also seeing like a real life prophet, um, you know, in, in the CG kind of kind of realm is really cool. But then, yeah, once again, like seeing the human girl doesn't make any fucking sense, and um, it makes me immediately not care about the about the show anymore. It's like I don't want to. I know I know the whole show is going to be about this. But that's what it's going to be about. So, but, but that's all that matters, Nick. God. It's sad oh, that four guys who know the property better than, than the than the million dollar fucking writers room that they had can make a better show than they will ever make. And remember, Nick, they have a budget of ten million dollars per episode. Oh my god! I don't know what the excuse is, but I'm I, I can't really stress on it too too much. But folks, if you want some better Halo content, make sure you're following us. WCBS Gaming on Twitch. All we need to do is get, what, 75 concurrent viewers, and then we're monetized on Twitch? Right, yeah. guys? Yeah, 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 something like that. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a live event where you'll be able to watch us play Halo. We'll be drinking for some kind of things. We'll get all the people watching, and then we'll cross that milestone, and we'll be able to make Twitch a part of the WCBS Infinity Gauntlet. I'm not purple. I'm not bald. I'm not going to burn my asshole with the sun like Josh Brolin did, but I'll think of us like Thanos, guys. We'll have our gauntlet, and we'll start appearing on all the big platforms again. Um, Twitch is our next crown jewel. Where should we go next? Let us know in the emails. Joseph Bianowicz, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, there has to be a slap nuts with Will the Cuck button now. I will make one for next week's show. If you guys want to see it, just uh, put a one in the chat right now. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Three minutes, Nick. No wonder Bree left you. Would you like to respond, Nick? I don't want to tell you. I'm, you know, I, I got mine. <laughs> oh, damn, talking shit right back. That's why you're world class, baby. 
Spider World Class. Primer, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, the Oscars and stream was legendary. Will talking about love and protecting people right after he slapped Chris Rock was the most hysterical shit ever. Yep, yep. Let's talk about that for a moment, because that's a part of the show we didn't really discuss. We laughed, we laughed, we laughed, and then we moved on to other stuff about the Oscars and Will Smith. But let me pull that up real quick. I found out in the preparation for tonight's show that Will Smith had been nominated for three Oscars, and this is his first win. He was nominated for Ali in 2002, again, I believe, for The Pursuit of Happiness, and then finally for King Richard, and he won. So did you ever think Will Smith would be an Oscar-winning actor, Dion, when you were growing up watching films like Wild Wild West? Uh, for, during Wild Wild West, no. I thought the best he was going to do was Teen Choice Awards. But obviously, you know, I'm I fucking love Ali is one of my favorite movies. Uh, so yeah, I I I was I mean obviously I'm not surprised that he lost to who he lost to, but yeah, I was like yeah, this dude, at that point I was like yeah, this dude's gonna win, but yeah, Wild Wild West I was like I I don't know there, Big Willie, I don't know. I'm just flabbergasted that put like this when I was a kid I put Will Smith in the same category as like The Rock, and I never thought those kind of guys would be Oscar winners. And I just Dwayne don't hold out, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so Will Smith got his Oscar. He was hugged by a bald John Travolta. It was an event. Who's also who's uh, also a Scientologist. <laughs> wait, is that it? Is that the gimmick of tonight's show? It was <laughs> By the way, I was timing his speech. His was the longest. Well, Nick. After you just changed the world of television, I think you can have a five-minute speech because this is it for you, buddy. <laughs> I... Also, also, did, did, anybody, did anybody else catch um, the Variety Twitter after party where he was just singing his song and just you know, you know, throw like he was waving his award around like nothing oh, happened. Yeah, I can see that, man. Will you pull up the video for me so I can show that without sound in a minute? Uh, yeah, sure. But Will Smith. Winning an Oscar wasn't the biggest surprise of the night, obviously. To do and be in this world. Making this film, I got to protect Anjanou Ellis. Okay. Will, I, I just really wanted him to talk about the moment and maybe apologize, like, yo, man, my bad. But we all just kind of sat there as this guy who slapped chris rock was awarded with the highest award possible <laughs> it was such a weird bizarre situation uh dr coffinale says farewell speech i dion i know you think will smith is a teflon guy there's a difference between what hollywood's gonna remember and the court of public opinion and i think it's done for the public the court of public opinion with this dude we've already he just confirmed all the shit we know man yeah i mean that is it's entirely possible as old joe rogan would say you know, but again, you know, it's it's we'll see who who don't go see his movies. Now, I'm glad you brought up Joe Rogan. He's probably happy this is happening so he can be quiet for a while or he can talk about shit and not, you know, have the spotlight on him anymore. <laughs> True. Oh, man. So the Oscars, we're talking about them in a way we never thought we would. The 2022 Oscars folks are in the books and, oh, God damn it, it was a night we'll never forget. I'll probably never remember it, though, because I was really drunk. You guys, uh, how'd you do on Monday? 
Uh, luckily, that's the good thing about getting promoted. I can kind of take my time going into work, so that uh, that definitely helped. Uh, that definitely helped for for all Monday morning. But you know, most of my time was you know not really doing a whole lot, and then just going through Reddit and Twitter, looking at all the memes. Yeah, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Maybe we should pull so, up some of those memes. Oh, they were so uh, good, man. Holy just shit. Just go check our chat thread and pull up the, the image the history, and you'll see plenty. That's oh, what I'm God. literally doing right now. I'm just making sure I don't share certain ones. <laughs> the, the, the hockey, the, 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 the hockey uh, penalty minutes one from uh, – what was that from, Kendo? From the hockey website. That's my new fucking – Oh, hockeyfights.com? Yeah, hockeyfights.com. That 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 screen they made is my new fucking uh lock screen on my phone. That one, that one broke. That was oh great. my god. And then there, <laughs> and, you know, there were so many good ones on Twitter. You know, it just oh, it was Monday was just beautiful for those with, with a hell of a sense of humor. My favorite one, I won't share the image because you know YouTube's stupid, but I'll share the meme version of it. It's they photoshopped Will Smith and Chris Rock in front of Jack Ruby. And it's really dark if you don't know yeah. who that is. JFK was the president of the United States. And in 1963, he was assassinated by a man, Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, Lee Harvey Oswald is being courted from one area to another when a crazed, a crazed night, uh, excuse me, night club owner, Jack Ruby, shot him on live television. And then we never really could find out what happened to the president. Whatever. So somebody made that meme and put Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith into it, and it it got me. It fucking got me. That's my absolute favorite one. But here's a couple more to share. Um, so we have this one, which we uh, you were talking about here, the hockey one. And we have Jack Ruby approaches Lee Harvey Oswald in 1963. <laughs> <laughs> uh, World War One, another historical reference. I like this one. Everybody hates Chris. What'd you guys think? Everybody hates Chris one. God damn, that made me laugh so hard. That was perfect. Now, Dr. D, David Schultz, and uh, who is this? Papanopoulos or Papanopoulos? John Stossel. Either way. He deserved it. I'm excited for WrestleMania. I don't know about you guys. I am too, man. Main event of night two. It's just night three. There you go. Uh, we had this one from Sports uh, Center, breaking news. Yep. <laughs> and this one speaks the truth too. Um, ah, man. this is very personal for us here at World Quest Bullshitters. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> oh shit! Ah, gas prices, celebrity death match. Really, the '90s are back. I got in one little fight. My mom got scared, and she said, "You can't slap Chris Rock because your wife has no hair." <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez, man! I was like, the, I like the one where they took the clip from Endgame, or uh, yeah, and no, not Endgame. It was um, Infinity War, where it goes, "You'll find that our will is as strong as yours." And the portal opens up, and it's just Will Smith, and he slaps Thanos. Oh no! <laughs> that one should be in there. That one should be yeah. in there. I sent that one. I think I, I saw it when you sent it, man. Oh, that that one. Was so goddamn. But he just walks through the portal and fucking bitch slaps those across the face. I've always enjoyed this one here too. Will, I'm not impressed. Tupac would have shot him. Yep, yep, that was a good one. That was a good one. 
just so many great ones. I mean, we got Batman and Robin style. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> there we go. There's the one you guys were cracking about a second ago. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So I heard the corniest joke this weekend. <laughs> that one is uh, great. Kendo, you want to follow a corny joke thread with me real quick? Sure. What's Will Smith's favorite game mode in Goldeneye? Slap yep, slap uh, on. Yeah, Thank slaps. You. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys sign up for... Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Will Smith's OnlyFans, only slaps. That's stupid. That would actually be a great service. If you could I hire mean, Will Smith to slap somebody. If you could pull up any slapping scene in any movie or TV show ever, I'd subscribe to that shit. Yeah. It's like, hmm, I want to tell someone how upset I am with them, but I can't actually hit them. What can I send? Dion, what would you send? Uh, I mean, I'd probably send Will Smith and Chris Rock now. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I think I'd probably, yeah, I, mean, I think I'm a, uh, the doctor smacking uh, George St- Schultz, man. Or do- how Stossel. about this? I'd- that one's up there, you know. What about this one? You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> but she's just as strong as Thanos. Wrong. Jim <laughs> <laughs> had that on fucking lock. He Perfect. knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> that timing was impeccable. I loved it. Well, folks, I can finally tell you the big announcement at episode three hundred. We're from the future. Oh, okay. that's why. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. I mean, I guess it's time to let the cat out of the bag, you know. So it's it, it's fine now. It's okay. It's okay. We're fighting. Make sure for you sign up here today for future world class content. Uh, that's... <laughs> Is he still making videos? I hope so. I don't know. I've never followed him, so I couldn't tell you. Nor am I. That wasn't Ethan was always enamored with Mike Zero's videos. I never watched them. I I had to like look up what he looked like once. I I tried watching one once. I got about 30 seconds into it and I wanted to break my phone over my forehead. So I was like, I ain't watching. Oh god. (laughs) Did you? No, no, I I, neither. I did not watch him ever again, and my phone did not get smashed over my forehead. That's good. That's good. good. That's important. Yeah, you shouldn't break your phone. <laughs> so Primer says the Oscar. We already read that one. SH Rebels 08. Thank you very much. He said Jada Pink. Wait, where'd it go? Three cucks. There we go. Jada Pinkett Smith stars as Baldy Locks and the Three Cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Baldy Locks. CLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, did you guys see Bischoff and Double J dissect this? They think it's a work, not a shoot. It's 22 minutes on Double J's YouTube channel for your information. I've been hearing about this, TLJ Screwjob. We did talk about work or shoot. And for those out there who don't know the wrestling vernacular, a work means it's a fake thing. You know, uh, you've been worked, meaning you've been duped. You've been punked, essentially. It was all scripted. A work or shoot is legit. It's a real thing. So like Alec Baldwin, that was the shoot. You can't work that. Literally. You don't Thank say. You. That was for you, Dion. I wanted to see how you would react to that one. My man. My man. Uh, Adam Walford, thank you very much. He says, hey, Nick, check Twitter from Weapon9901. It is funny. All right. Let me get that. 
Glade Riven says, Hail WCVS. I think Will Smith set it up to look like a bit to try to keep him from getting too in too much trouble, but nobody else was in on it. Couldn't you always say, like, I wasn't meaning to beat up the Pope. It was a bit, but I was the only one involved. Like, that doesn't work. That logic doesn't track. Yeah, I, I think that's that's what Oswald's defense would have been for shooting the president, but Jack Ruby shot him, so we couldn't get that one. So there you go. <laughs> bring that reference right back for you. Yeah, thank you. I Now we know. So up next, we also have our friend Cesario Japan, who says, Oscars 2023, sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, Raycon, True Bill, Genshin Impact, and Dogecoin. Yeah, Dogecoin is the only thing, only thing that, 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 that actually lasted. Bitcoin didn't go anywhere, <laughs> neither did Ethereum. Dogecoin is the new currency in 2023. Gotcha. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, did pretty well last year until Elon Musk killed it. That's true. That's very true. <clears throat> no, Jack Kirby did not shoot Lee Harvey Oswald, clone geek. <laughs> <laughs> if Jack Kirby shot, oh God, man, he, that should be the thing. We should, we should create our own Mandela effect about it. Just keep putting it out there over and over and over <laughs> that Jack Kirby's the one that shot Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> It's official WCBS canon in our universe, Jake. That's right. <laughs> he was on the grassy knoll and in the book depository. Oh, God. Have you guys seen the documentary where it's fairly new? It was on Netflix, but it was a suit or um, they were trying to say that the FBI accidentally shot JFK themselves, and it's a big cover up. How do you accidentally <laughs> yeah. shoot the president? That seems like yeah, you because of all the securities and everything involved. There's the, that's something like that has to go into like plan mode. You have to actually sit that one down and like plan that out. Unless like you know you're playing it, you're like unless you're doing like an Alec Baldwin thing. You're like, hey, you, you know, <laughs> hey, Mr. President, you want to see my new trick? <laughs> Oops. Oh jeez. Well, I mean, um, were they were the, was MK Ultra thing at, at at that time? Does anybody know? Uh, I don't. Know. Thanks. What so. year was MK Ultra? No, not I... Mortal Kombat Ultra. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Google wanted different. me to get the game. Yeah, I was like, I don't want the N64 game. Uh, MK Ultra, blah, 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 blah. 19... It was first brought to public attention in 1975, but it began in 1953. Ooh, uh, yeah, okay. so that's 10 years before Kennedy got shot. Yeah, so they could have they could have LSD'd someone and made them think he was the bad guy and given them a gun. So that's that's <laughs> that's my theory. We should just write dysto weird dystopian comic books. <laughs> well, I'm down. I was going to say, uh, well, no, because this. I was going to say the 22nd of uh, November falls on a Wednesday or a Tuesday this year. I was going to say we could have a special live. No, we'll do it next year. The 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. We'll dissect it. We'll dissect everything and give you our own conspiracy theories. Nick, sorry. <laughs> teased you with a little bit of what's to come next year yep yeah we'll, we'll do that that, that now, sounds good now folks we're gonna be live from the grassy knoll this saturday <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we could be look dion i'm not saying we're responsible for jfk's assassination because we weren't born yet right we're not responsible because we're but but, but but here's the thing you 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 guys might might be a product of of the assassination we don't know maybe certain things maybe it was a butterfly effect thing where you know like this one thing happened and you know 
a series of so events happened after that. Because, because JFK got shot, Jeff's mom, who was like seven at the time, all of a sudden decided one day I want to grow up and I'm going to find myself a really nice man in the west side of Cincinnati. We're going to have a gigantic son. You never know. You never know. You know, crazier shit has happened, Kendo. Yeah, yeah. We've we've lived also in the past. True. We've lived in the past That's three or four true. years now. Like, yeah, shit, shit is getting crazy. Look, people have these things called Super Bowl babies, where nine months after the Super Bowl, you know, <laughs> assassination all these babies are born. Nine months after a pandemic, it's assassinated. There's a baby boom. I Somehow, mean, the FBI is now president. big fans of our show. And our listeners <laughs> to everything we're saying. Good. Oh yeah. I'll be getting just, just, You know, if, if they are if they are listening from Langley, just go ahead and subscribe, guys. Just just please do yeah, that. Just hit that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I always thought Quantico was a cool name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to visit, but hey, if you got all these alternate bot accounts and you want to all look, if every person in the world needs to subscribe to World Class Bullshitters, <clears throat> you have the power. Just make it happen. It'll be True. a much better place. True. <laughs> You don't need Project yeah. MK Ultra. You have Project Bullshit. We'll change the world. <laughs> yeah, with well, a little, with enough money and backing and power persuasion, we're willing to put your message out there. <laughs> Look, give us a trillion dollars, and then send us your notes. They'll get lost in the mail, and we'll go on an island and collect twenty percent. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, plot twist: Buffalo Jeff is an FBI agent. <laughs> Shouldn't that be the other way around? The FBI agent is the one that's going after Buffalo Jeff. Oh, life is stranger than fiction. Oh, Dion, you have the right to remain silent. Uh huh. Shooting out. (laughs) Hey, I'm making you a no Buffalo Jeff guarantee at the Airbnb. I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. I don't think I did. Wait, did I even pull that shit to you or on you at the Airbnb this weekend? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't, no. Yeah, it's like a look, folks, I will torture my best friend for money. I will torture my best friend when it's funny, but I don't do it when I'm not entertained. So I'm not a bad <laughs> I'm not an asshole. It's a good oak to live by, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, El Gallo de Oro, we are going to WrestleMania in the morning. That is why we are broadcasting live on Wednesday instead of Thursday. The Wednesday seems to be a pretty fun night for us here on the channel. So yes, folks, people, people seem to people seem to dig it. So yeah, they like the help support the show. Be here, help us grow. It's great. Uh, I'm having a wonderful time tonight, folks. Hopefully, everyone else is having a good time with episode 300 of WCBS. Yeah, make sure you smash yeah. that like button. I never, I never it thought helped. John F. Kennedy would be mentioned so much on a world class bullshitters podcast, but here we are. <laughs> episode 300 is favorite... special for a reason. <laughs> He's our favorite president. We. That's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> the official president of yeah, world class bullshit. I mean, I mean, I mean, he was he he, he was a cool dude. You You're know, a fan of convertibles. He represents. <laughs> look at he represents our values. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they don't. <laughs> Maybe Teddy say, Kennedy. He was different. Nah, I don't know, man, because. The drinking part's all cool, but the killing the pregnant woman in my car—that's I don't, you know. Yeah, like okay. that much. yeah kind of not. <laughs> who who's the one that loved going to the restaurants so much that he would go through the kitchen? Um, oh, that was the Kennedy? Bobby Kennedy, and there you go, Bobby Kennedy. This is the Ken- I think this should just be titled the Kennedy episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll just refer to world class bullshitters, friends of the Kennedys. 
We'll just do oh, that. We'll just say we're friends with the county. <laughs> don't don't say that because then we'll all die in mysterious circumstances. Calm down. No, the official we'll podcast of the Kennedy clan from oh my God. <laughs> No, we're gonna get invited to Maria Shriver's house and have a nice lunch. That's, That's all true. Just just don't mention Arnold. She gets here? really she gets really angry about that. I saw your husband cheating on you with a nanny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're here to like, make you seem like you. a nice lady and all, but I don't really want to talk to you. Is your husband around? He's cool. Yeah. I want to sign my copy of Predator. Have you have you, have you seen his Instagram or Twitter? <laughs> it's wonderful. He's he's crazy as shit. I love it. Who Arnold? I mean, yeah. Well, it's because he's single him. again. <laughs> Either that, or he found some other nice nanny to bang. It's true. I mean, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you surprised? Also a good point. No, I mean, if I was Arnold Schwarzenegger, I didn't. Unless, okay, fine, let me rephrase this. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger was smart and always had six steps ahead planned out. What people don't realize is Arnold was a millionaire before he was a big-time actor. Came out here to California, bought real estate. Really self-made dude. Clearly, we all love him. But if I was him and I didn't have political aspirations, I'd have just been working out, doing coke, and fucking everything forever. I'd have never got married. I would have <laughs> expired. Like, don't ever. I can't become a big 80s. <laughs> Nick, don't let me become a 1980s action star. Because I'm gonna have a, it's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be fun, but I will burn out bright. <laughs> Who was your hey man, it's better to. What does he do? Hey man, it's better to burn out than to fade away. I'm just saying. Boom. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I'm, I mean, here, here, here's here's what's gonna happen. If if you do if you do burn burn out, um, then you know there's gonna be a, a wonderful comeback whenever you start going to rehab, and then you know you'll have your second wind. So yeah, and and you and you know what you know what Hollywood really loves and America really loves a comeback story. Yeah, dude, I'm a VH1 special waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly. That should be the aim for episode 500. So that gives us was that three and three three and a half almost four years to prepare for it. We uh, all come out of rehab together at the same time. So like we just mm-hmm. all have to get really hooked on some kind of drugs and just go into a fucking spiral. So that way, episode 500 could be our rehab episode. Okay. Okay. Hardcore yeah. plan. <laughs> I'm. Let's become the next. Look it. From now on, my life goal is to become the next Richard Grieco. <laughs> and you, and here's and, and here's the deal. If if you die, you lose. Okay, that's just how it goes. Right. Or you really win. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> now let's. Get checked back in with the audience because we have another celebrity assault to talk about tonight. Ezra Miller can't oh, stop for, for the second time. The second time, yeah, that kid is such an asshole. He uh, is. Now, uh, somebody in the chat brought up Robert Downey Jr. as a re uh, rehab a rehab story, as a um, a comeback story. I don't think Will Smith's comeback, if there ever would be, would ever be as. Um, Heartwarming as Robert Downey Jr.'s because listen, like- listen, I'm waiting. I'm 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 waiting for all of Hollywood to never hire him again, and I'm waiting for his first like straight to DVD or VOD movie. I'm waiting for that to happen. It'll be Men in Black four <laughs> or five. Oh shit, whatever number it would be on. Now oh, here, if this was a comic book, I could make because it's not really a parody, but I'd love to make a comic where Will Smith gets a divorce from Jada. And she takes him for everything. So he calls his good friend Nicolas Cage on the phone. And Nicolas Cage gives him his financial advice for how he came back from his $20 million fuck up. And basically it's a series of Will Smith comes back for Independence Day 3, Men in Black 6, um, 
Will Smith now joins the Fast and the Furious cast. Like, that's it. That's just the fucking story I want to tell. <laughs> if you do this parody, you're allowed to. He is a public figure. This yeah. is also true. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to read it? I just... This isn't stealing solo where we make a joke on a show and it becomes really funny and then we turn it into something. This is like, hey, this is really funny tonight and I'm not that sober. Uh, let's let's talk about it again next week and we'll never bring it up again. As it's also <laughs> fair and works as well. That makes me really sad though because I also want to see Will Smith come back for Bad Boys 4. And um, Will Smith is now the, a Shark's Tale 2. There we go. <laughs> shark's Tale 2. Oh, God. The further pursuit of happiness. The further pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Eight pounds, or, or, or like, or like, or like, or like shit. Another I lost happiness. I'm gonna find it again. <laughs> Wait, is that like another forty-eight hours? Yeah. Uh, he, instead of doing, instead of doing Muhammad Ali, he he stars in the biopic of Floyd Patterson. Um, let's see, iRobot would that would be like iCloud Robot. I mean, there's so many different things you could just take all of his movies. And just either sequel them or give it a not direct sequel, but something in, in a linear style of storytelling. I'm there. I'm really there. He could, he could always make Jersey Girl too. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, he was in the first one. Yeah, he could do Jersey Girl too. Yeah, he was. He was there towards the end. They should hire yeah. Will Smith and remake The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, Re reboot it and race swap it. Like, all right, we're gonna reboot the Matrix and we're race swapping. You are now Neo. Who got fucked harder, Will Smith or his Will Smith? Never mind. Fuck it. I was just his wife being part of yeah. the Matrix just kills that though because they can't LB, remake yeah. the Matrix. I don't. I'm. So... <laughs> I don't want to watch Men in Black anymore, Dion. I woke up and thought that this morning. Damn, I mean, I I wouldn't go that far, but definitely it's uh, I'm I'm gonna look at that music video a hell of a lot different. Oh, yeah, well, I'm glad you brought up the music video because I think I want to watch it. Don't you? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The thing is, I almost feel bad for Chris Rock. I do. Well, well, no, 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 don't. You want to know why? Because his uh, uh, Ticketmaster just reported, I think, uh, Tuesday that, you know, uh, before before the Oscars, the average sale for his tickets was like $13, $16. Now it's $350 for Chris Rock's next special. Good, good for Chris Rock. Yeah, so, good I mean, for he's Chris making, Rock. He, he's making bank. Yeah, but he's going to forever be on the receiving end of the guy that getting slapped at the Oscars. It's like, you couldn't have picked like I, some shitty actor to have that happen to, or somebody that it's okay to make fun of. Because I, well, I don't want to laugh I mean, at Chris well, Rock for getting smacked. Well, I would laugh at like Shia LaBeouf getting smacked. That'd be funny. But I think it makes Chris Rock look stronger. Like seriously, That's Chris true. Rock comes off. In my eyes, I look at Chris Rock coming off like a real man, and he's like, you know what? Fuck that. I got slapped by Will Smith on live TV. Wow, you just witnessed. The yeah, and he and and like history. he didn't. Yeah, he didn't fight back. He just kind of just was like, all right, it happened. That was some impressive restraint i, I don't want to get into the boring parts where we try to dissect you know the bigger ethics and all this stuff but i think chris rock just comes out looking way better than anyone else you know what and now for further review the call on the field is reversed i agree chris rock 
I, I, I still feel bad he had to get smacked, but you know what? He came out of yeah, that, the, you know, more of a man. Than yeah, but but, but I, I wonder how long it's going to take Netflix to, to buy the story. Shit. They're writing <laughs> that down right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's such good shit. Give me a script. Oh, give me a script. <clears throat> they'll call it the slappening, and they'll get Shyamalama Ding Dong to do it. <laughs> like, remember the happening? Well, Make that movie again, but about Chris Rock getting smacked by Will Smith. If, if it becomes office. anything, it's going to become the slap, too. <laughs> Like the Raider doing shit. Here, I'm gonna share this real quick again. There's an update. Chris Rock an hour ago was performing live, and now we have a his first quote on everything that's gone down. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So this comes uh right here. So variety reports that Chris Rock has now addressed the events at the Oscars for the first time since it happened. At his comedy show in Boston on Wednesday night, Rock reportedly addressed the incident right at the start of the show, explaining that he's still trying to process it at the moment, but we'll discuss it at further point. He's quoted as saying, I don't have a bunch of shit to talk about what happened. So if you came here to hear that, I have a whole show I wrote before this weekend, and I'm still kind of processing what happened. So at some point, I'll talk about that shit, and it will be serious and funny. So as small of a quote as that is, that is the official statement from Chris Rock. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. You know, um, I'm. I'm. I'm sure he's getting all kinds of offers to for you know, to, for his next special to be exclusively on somebody's network for sure. So, I mean, I don't blame him either. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. You know, fucking, you know, someone to do something so impulsive to you. I'm assuming that you respected them beforehand, and you know, on the biggest night, and you know, and 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 both your careers. I mean, you you have an opportunity to host a huge gig and then someone does that to you. I don't blame them for not having, having anything to say yet, man. It definitely is a take a couple days moment. So this is the tweet we were tagged in. So it says, want us to try some role play? What kind of role play? Well, you'll be Will Smith. And then she turns around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go, folks. That's what we were tagged in. Uh, also, we had another message. Uh, Where did that one pop up? Oh yeah, Nick. We wanted to show Will Smith dancing. Oh uh, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's in our Streamyard link. It's the top one that says the the cut the cutout. It's I there. got it right here. So, folks, Will Smith was out dancing the night away after, well, doing what he did. <laughs> he looks really heartbroken, doesn't he? I mean, he was still there winning Oscar shit. I understand that, but at the back of my mind, or at the back of his mind, he's got to be like, "Did I just end my career?" I mean, listen, you and I have been to many parties. I mean, it's 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 a you know, I, I wouldn't look too far in the, to him not sulking in the corner. Um, I was like, but you and I have never also been world famous and fucked up beyond belief in front of <laughs> that's us. very true. But, you know, it's it's that. it's yeah, and I I wouldn't read too much into him laughing and dancing. You know, dude still didn't win an Oscar. Apparently, apparently, Jada had time to change her outfit. That's that's good to know. <laughs> hey, first world problems, right, guys? That? <laughs> yeah, that part, yeah, for sure. Oh, good. There's Jaden Smith. <laughs> oh, not surprised he didn't say any wild shit. So, damn, did her shave her head to support her mom? Right. Who, who yeah, knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, folks, we will come back with Will Smith stories in the future. Uh, we will follow this like we followed Alec Baldwin. No, we won't. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a much fun, more funny story to follow than that. But 
in a moment, we're going to talk about another celebrity who is attacking people. Um, there's restraint. Uh, restraining order has been filed against the Flash, Mr. Ezra Miller. But we'll talk about him in a moment. I'd like to check in with the audience. Uh, Kendo, would you pick a number between 1 and 69, please? Uh, let's go for a number we have not gotten before. And uh, give me a 56. Oh, my God. Turkey. <laughs> with pillowy mounds of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Butter-drenched dressing. Tiny onions swimming in a sea of cream sauce. Oh. Sorry for that visual change. Poor Uncle Phil. They, 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 from what I understand, they've done the Uncle Phil character dirty in the, in the reboot. Yeah. I, I was watching the episode not episode but i was getting clips ready for today's show and i had the clip up of the fresh prince where he will talk to the bully that harassed him in the theme song but started making trouble in my neighborhood guy and they resolve the issue in like a really good realistic way where it's like if you got a problem then it's you blah 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 and kind of puts the onus on will being the bully and it was you know interesting and introspective and this and that and then finding out that the new version of the Fresh Prince, they basically hired Jeffrey to go back and kill the kid in Philadelphia because, you know, or make him disappear. What? That's what the person this weekend was telling me. That's yeah. what I've heard. That that Jeffrey went and killed the kid that bullied him? Yeah. Uncle was the Phil person high as fuck when they told you that? No, we were at breakfast completely sober. <laughs> what the fuck? Is- <laughs> the kid, man, don't believe everything somebody tell you. Well, I'm just like, I was told a story that so like Will's dad like is Will's trying to find out his who his dad is or something, and Uncle Phil knows, and so does Jeffrey, and Uncle Phil threatens Jeffrey to that he's gonna fire him if he tells Will who his dad is. That, that, that's also from the new Fresh Prince. Also, I just saw something, a news story pop up that says, G.I. Jane, Jada Smith joke explained. And I was just like, man, that would be so old. We need... Yeah, we, I didn't realize we had to explain G.I. Jane. Are we, is it that old now? Fuck. Damn. I guess, yeah. I mean, it is, what, 92? No, it's like 90. I think G.I. Jane's 96 or 5. Late 90s. Yeah, 97. Like 96, 97. Mm. I remember my mom renting that movie and hating it. And I never watched it. So, yeah. Do you guys have good memories of G.I. Jane? I never I, watched I, it. I guess. I was. I, I liked it, I guess. I mean, I thought that Michael Bean was a good character in the movie. The torture scene, I guess, is pretty cool. I guess, kind of. I mean, it's a, it's an okay movie. I remember, you know, I remember people trying to talk about it being this great thing. I, it was. Why a very is it your favorite Ridley movie. Scott movie, Dion? Oh shit, Ridley! Uh, oh, it, was, yeah. it was all right. It was all right. I love Ridley Scott's GI fucking Jane. Uh, I don't know if we're ever gonna watch GI Jane as a drunk commentary, but we are gonna do Ninja <laughs> Turtles next month in April. So. Yes. Yeah, we're finally getting to that one. And then, folks, we're going to have all of our drunk commentaries on a regular rotation. We told you at the beginning of the year we would, and we have. We've given you guys, what, two drunk shows in a row. St. Patty's Day, 
followed up. No, sorry, St. Patty's Day was two weeks ago, and then this was that uh, the Oscar party was pretty drunk too. Uh, if I didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn, I'd start drinking again right now. Fuck it, I'll save it for tomorrow though, Dion. Because good man, good man. All right, so let's start start talking about Ezra Miller, aka the Flash. Outside of our opinions on the Flash, well, we'll just we'll just spare you all of those. So. Ezra Miller has been hit with a temporary restraining order after the Justice League star was accused of harassing a couple on the same day the actor was arrested at a Hawaii bar on disorderly conduct and harassment charges, according to court records. The temporary restraining order was filed on Tuesday in a third court district court according to a 29, against the 29-year-old star. Miller allegedly harassed a couple at an, at an address belonging to Hilo Hostel on Monday, according to the petition, which was obtained Wednesday by NBC News. Miller burst into the bedroom of the couple and told the man in the room, I will bury you and your slut wife in the filing states. The actor then allegedly stole from the room a passport and wallet, which included a social security card, a driver's license, and bank cards, according to the petition. In the filing, the couple claimed Miller was stalking them and had checked off a box saying they believed threats of harassment, and they make it likely that future acts of harassment will occur. Hawaii Police Assistant Chief Kenneth Cuiacho said that the Associated Press, or told the Associated Press, that the police had to escort Miller off a of property in Hilo after a resident called police asking for advice about removing two house guests from his property. What the fuck? Yeah, Ezra Miller's crazy as shit. Yeah, something talk about something that needs to get smacked. That kid, that dude is such an asshole. I, like that, he just, like, I, the, the dude that tried to break into Anthony Smith's house. And Anthony Smith beat his ass. That needs to happen to Ezra Miller because that dude is just like clearly has not had that moment in his adult life where he's been checked. And it's like, oh, OK, maybe I'm not as fucking important as I clearly think I am because doing shit like that, like he's lucky he didn't do that to a crazy person. Yeah, I know we like to talk a big game, but I don't Dion, I don't think you or I would I don't think we'd have a problem with Ezra Miller like. But, oh, but, like but, but, but guys, but guys, you're you're forgetting he's part of the LGBTQ community. Okay, oh, that's. But we're black, and we're gonna pull that card. So there we go. Yeah. God damn! God damn! I'm the only I'm the only one that cannot talk shit about him. Yeah, and I'm gonna say, look, if Ezra Miller can't look, if we can't hit Ezra Miller, but Will Smith can hit Chris Rock, then where does that line get drawn? Like, we need exactly. To know. Is this even America even anymore? We know the answer. No, it's. I don't know where the fuck we live anymore. Pangea. We're back to Pangea. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes, all the continents reformed, Nick. We've gone backwards in time. Oh, yeah, shit. you didn't know? It's, all, it's in all the papers. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I slept more. too long. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Ash. <laughs> too many fucking drops. <laughs> um, this guy... He might be crazy. He broke into a room, screamed about burying a guy and his slut wife, and then stole his passport, wallet, and bank cards. Like, you're a multimillionaire actor who's in Harry Potter and DC Comics movies. Is this why his Flash movie got pushed back another year? I know it's not. But, <laughs> like, what PR nightmare is he going to create to coincide with the release of The Flash? Well, remember remember a few years ago, he, he slapped a pregnant woman or chucked her out. Yeah, he assaulted last year, woman. right? Yeah, well, it was, I want to say 2019, 2018 for sure. I think it might have been earlier than, or more recent than that. I think that might have been last yeah, year. Yeah, 2020, I thought. Oh, yeah. Because there was a video of it or something? Yeah, yeah April, that, that April, was a video of it. 
Look, it's that time of year because on April 6th of 2020, Ezra Miller appears to choke a woman in a video. It's almost April. Ezra Miller is attacking people. He might get – it might be like a seasonal thing. Like, you know, there's seasonal depression. Maybe he has seasonal <laughs> insanity. Like, get 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 some homeboys that are real with you that check you for shit like this. This, this is the type of shit that happens when you don't have legit friends who when you get out of pocket and start trying shit like this, they fucking check you. Even when you say "wow," well, because I can only imagine what he says when he's with people, you know. And it's just like, dude, fucking get get your shit together, man. Like I understand some people are just naturally lemons; they gotta fuck their lives up to prove that they're still how tough they are, or whatever. But bro, you barely have done anything, and I get it. I I get it. You want to be the fucking bad boy, but you ain't got the juice, son. Knock it the fuck. Grow the fuck up. Knock it off. Knock that shit off. Hurry up, quick. Not cute anymore. It never was, bro. Oh, it's just so fucking weird, man. Like, I get it. You you know, it's exciting, but you don't have to be a fucking lemon all you have to be an asshole all the fucking time, you know. And again, you know, and and listen, I just hope he gets it together before he busts in the room of some some motherfucker that doesn't give a damn, you know, and cracks his skull open, you know, because pe- especially or, people or, like that, you know, they don't yeah, or, or, or check, shoot them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it gets worse and gets worse and somebody, you know, pull out a gun and pop pop a cap in his ass. You know, you getting in people's faces and clearly you can't control yourself. Uh, You know, this, you know, (laughs) you know, this this is the time you're going to be reminded of that shit. You know, it's only going to be a, a, a certain amount of time before someone says, you know what? Fuck this kid. I don't care how famous he is. I'm gonna teach his ass a lesson. And next thing you know, Ezra Miller got stomped out in front of you know, Chipotle and fucking Ventura. <laughs> you know, everyone's going to be like, oh, man, what happened? It's going to be like, oh, that, he, he jumped in front of that dude, Tito, from fucking around the way, and Tito didn't give a fuck and beat the shit out of the Flash. And it's going to be and it's gonna be a sad day, but, you know, so whoever's in this kid's life needs to be like, yo, man, you need to knock this shit the fuck off, because it's, it's you're, you're, you're running out of runway, kid. You're running out of fucking runway. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He needs, yeah, he needs to, he needs to get some therapy, get some, get some help, get, talk to somebody, get something, mm-hmm. calm your little ass down. Exactly. Well, this comes from Dutch Swede, but we'll read it in a 3535 style. In 3535, Ezra Miller breaks onto the set of the Baldwin's recent movie and got shot three times by the director. <laughs> God damn well, that- would that be a fitting end to Ezra Miller's uh, crazy streak? Hell, man, that that might actually legit, legitimately be self defense. I mean, shit, with Ezra Miller, you know, you next first thing you say, you know, what? I can go for a piece of ice cream, and Ezra just flips the fuck out. You want fucking ice cream? Blah, 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 blah. Bam! Like, yo, dude, not everybody okay. goes for that shit. Side side note, real quick, I've done some reading here, <clears throat> and and apparently Jeffrey is essentially. Um, Uncle Phil's fixer in, in, in Bel Air. He is a security oh. dude, and he he takes care of problems. And oh in episode four, uh, Will's stellar basketball playing clip hits the interwebs, and that is how Rashad, the drug dealer from West Philadelphia, where you know Will was born and raised, um, is decided to go to Los Angeles to get him. And they find out that he's there, and since Jeffrey was paying him to leave Will alone, has decided more so he uh has somebody permanently deal with the issue and then rashad gets shot dead in a strip club so there you go Dion, jeffrey uh, 
Jeffrey is not the well-meaning English-accented butler who is often the uh, the yin to the yang of Uncle Phil. He he's essentially his hitman. That sounds fucking terrible. So, so Told Jeffrey's you. Alfred. Jeffrey's Alfred, then, yep. basically. No, Alfred never went out of his way to take anything down. He just helped Batman do it. <laughs> wow, that show sounds so fucking stupid. He'd be more like Lucius Fox if when he got that meeting with the dude in Hong Kong, he shot him in the face. <laughs> Mr. Lau, I'm so happy to meet you. Boom. It'd make Batman's job a lot easier if Alfred just didn't have an issue with guns and just shot the Riddler, Two-Face, Joker right in the fucking head. It'd make Batman, like, Batman's job would be a lot easier if he didn't have an aversion to guns and every time he was able to snag one of those guys, just shot him in the face. I mean, wouldn't Gotham be a better place if Batman's like, look, I'll just be the moral authority. No one knows who the fuck I am. Just breaks the Joker's neck. Just kills the Riddler. Just throws the penguin in the river. Just like, fuck it. You know, you wipe out all the criminals. Every time a new crazy one comes up, your crazy ass shows up in your impenetrable armor. You kill him and go away. Yeah. You know, the low level guys, you know, the regular run of the mill, you know, thug on the street. That's just like knocking off banks and, you know, busting into post offices. Yeah. Just beat the shit out of him. Drop him off to Gordon. But yeah, you're, you're higher level, you know, criminal mastermind. You're jokers of the world. Yeah, let's go ahead and drop them off the building. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, okay. Imagine, <clears throat> imagine that's a scenario. Like, Batman's like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gun every motherfucker down. Uh, he, and, and say he does three, he does Joker, he does Penguin, he does somebody else, and the word gets around. That'll be the safest city in the world, real quick. Because as soon as yeah, the man, goes up, every, would... as soon as the bicycle goes up, everyone's gonna be like, no, fuck it, dude, I'm, I'm not doing nothing. I'm, I'm not yeah, jaywalking. You, know, you, you did the Joker. You see what he did yeah. to Joker? He fucking beat that dude to death. That's fucking crazy. I'm, oh, shit. I'm, 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 I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> the bachelor goes up and everyone's like, man, I better not chew my taxes this, this time. Yeah. And and if, and if Gordon and GCPD are still kind of looking the other way like they do for most of Batman shit, yeah, that's really going to clean them streets up real fast. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, we can't go there because the Batman will beat the shit out of us and the cops aren't going to care. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's the Gotham. Yeah, that's the Gotham I want to live in. I'm just putting that out there, folks. If that's the Gotham you want to live in, press one in the chat. I'm going to take the initiative to clean up Gotham instead of the initiative to clean up Portland, like you can find in Wokebusters, and hit one. Join us in the avant-garde of the new aesthetic. What movie is that from, Dion? Oh shit! Oh, that's we all love it. What? A nine, isn't it? Yep. There you go. Bingo. That's why you're world class, baby. Yeah, yay. So Ezra Miller Flash, um, nothing else I have to add to it. You guys? Kid needs to get his shit together. Knock it the fuck off. Come live with Uncle Dion for a couple months. Straighten you the fuck out. If there was ever a need for Batman to come out and beat the shit out of somebody, it would be that. Dude, we can make it into a TV show. Uncle Dion's School of Hard Knocks. I'm just saying we can do it. Uncle Dion knocks harder than Will Smith. Just and then saying. and then and then every 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 once in a while Hillary's gotta get called in. And it's like, oh no, you fucked up now. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit, don't call on Hillary. She's gonna put your ass to work. Uh yes, we squad. The actor that we had on screen was Ezra Miller, the man who plays the Flash in DC's yeah. big films. Uh maybe they should do um Grant Gustin. He should come in and replace Ezra Miller. All you hear about Grant Gustin is he's a nice guy. He plays the Flash better. I like his costume more. You don't hear about Grant Gustin choking women and breaking into people's hotel rooms and trying to steal their identities. Like, 
Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah. Give 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 that kid an upgrade, man, and have him be the Flash. It's fun. You know what they should do is when when they do Flashpoint Flashpoint Paradox, Ezra Miller dies and and the other kid comes back. Done. Yeah, I like that idea. There you go. You're welcome, DC. Execute. (laughs) Just saying, man. Oh, Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! We killed you, Ezra. Sorry. <laughs> we got the we got hey. the we got the we got the better, more stable Flash now. Stable Flash. That's his. That's his new flash. nickname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his meds are all evened out. <laughs> I don't really need to tra- tap into the Speed Force anymore. That's where you run. <laughs> take my Riddler. <laughs> that's the. Fu- <laughs> that's how you stop the Flash. You give him Riddler. Oh my god. <laughs> what a terrible comic book. What a terrible comic book. Oh god. Uh Johnny Bravo. Sorry, Johnny 718 Bravo says, "All this is Jada's fault. I said what I said." Well, Johnny 71718 Bravo, I agree it's Jada Pinkett Smith's fault. I'm not a fan of that woman or Fish Mooney or any other one. TLJ Screwjob says, "Jada Pinkett for the old one or whatever in Doctor Strange." Oh, the Eternal, uh, she looks just like, hey, that's a race swap you shouldn't do. Tilda Swinton for Jada Pinkett Smith, would you guys get behind that? I say no. Like in real, like just in general? <laughs> what was that? He's like, just in general, just change everything that Jada's did with Tilda Swinton? No, no, no. I would hate if they replaced Tilda Swinton with Jada Pinkett Smith. In Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Let's not yeah. do that. Let's not do that. No, I don't know. Yeah, don't do no, no, no. Uh, Primer, thank you for your message, even though it's retracted. Ninja Lair Steve says, "Don't forget to check your email." I won't, and don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> Serious Black, says, did you guys mention that Richard Williams slammed on Will Smith for using him as an excuse in his acceptance speech? I did not. Did you guys see that? No, I didn't. I'll let me pull that up real quick. So that is the father of um, Venus and Serena Williams, correct? Uh, Richard Williams is, yes. All right, so Richard Williams condemns Will Smith's onstage slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars. Shortly after slapping Oscars host Chris Rock in a shocking moment during the annual award show on Sunday, megastar Will Smith won the Academy Award for Best Leading Actor. Now, Richard Williams, the man Smith portrayed on screen in his award-winning role, is condemning the televised burst of violence. We don't know all the details of what happened, Williams told NBC News through his son. But I don't condone anyone hitting anyone unless it's in self-defense. Williams is the father of Venus and Serena Williams, and he was played by Will Smith in the film King Richard. I don't need to give anyone else uh, an update on what happened, because we already know about the bitch slap heard around the world. Oh. <sighs> Well, yeah, there we go. Did, did did you hear uh, who's also come out and sh- taking shots at Will Smith over the whole thing? So it's not Alex Baldwin. Uh, I was going to oh, say OJ. OJ Simpson has what? weighed in on the matter as well. Oh my yes. god! Really? Yeah, yeah, I saw that earlier up. today. I saw oh, that earlier god. today when I was at work, and I just saw somebody write something in the comments. I was like, "Oh shit!" I said that over about how OJ uh, had something to say on the matter. So talk amongst yourselves, well, and I'll pull it up. I already got it right here. Uh, Perfect. Crap. I wanted to. And it wanted well, to be allowed. Stab that bitch. Uh, let's see. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> yeah, man. Allegedly. Yeah. So there have been a whole lot of incredibly obtuse, mind-bogglingly ridiculous takes on Will Smith's slap this week. 
that have truly made my brain bleed out. But, uh, oh, God, never mind. Uh, I don't want to read this opinion piece. Kendo, would you find us one? Because all I keep finding are these ridiculous opinion pieces that won't even tell me what it says. That's all right. I saw one earlier today where it's like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, like set women's rights back or something like that because, you know, Jada couldn't stand for herself or something like that. I was like, this, this is retarded. Uh, so, um, yeah, a lot of people who take themselves way too serious. Yes. So, uh, the, all right. So, this is on TMZ. Uh, the juice sounded off on the whole saga, and his main takeaway is in his Twitter caption. He was wrong, but I understand the sentiment. In the video, he elaborates, <laughs> explaining, yeah, Will made a mistake, but he kind of sympathizes with him. Check it out. Oh, OJ says he's also been through a lot of crap and other side – and on the other side of that, presumably in reference to his acquittal in the 90s, justifiably so, was often the butt of tons of jokes. He makes no bones about how he felt about the OJ routine, saying he wanted to bitch slap at least a couple of those comedians, but acknowledged he restrained himself, almost drawing the contrast between with him and Will, which too many is the ultimate irony. Uh, so there you go. Bottom line, OJ defends Chris Rock, saying it's comedy and no matter how – it makes you feel you have to accept it. So there you go. OJ is taking the moral high ground over Will Smith in terms of violent action. That's not the worst allegedly. pick ever. All right, Juice. I'm glad you didn't start talking about slashing, motherfucker. But allegedly. And um, you know, yes, he could have he could have said a whole lot worse. He could have delved way deeper down the rabbit hole, but he didn't. He kept it at the service level and said, you know, I get it, people. Say horrible shit, but that doesn't give you the right to go up and smack him in the face. Well, I didn't think we'd ever quote OJ Simpson on this show ever, but God damn it, we did. Okay. All right. That's the <laughs> day was going to put some gloves on. Don't take your arthritis medication. <laughs> See? Well, the type of him. shit that – there you go, man. 300, you wanted 300 to be epic. We, we've covered the Kennedys, the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Smith slapping Chris Rock, OJ's opinion on the matter. I mean, we have run, we've run the gamut tonight, and I, we I, have, we have, proud, very proud of the comedy <clears throat> we produce. Truly, an historic episode, and we're not done yet, folks. Oh, now, no. Nick, press Nick, pick a number, and we'll get back to the audience. Uh, thirteen. Oh, we have a pink, a Jada Pinkett Smith button. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. How deep does her rabbit hole go, Dion? Uh, I'd rather not think about it. Uh, ask I August. Don't know. <laughs> I'll ask like 10 dudes outside, they'll all know. Overkill. <laughs> One six one. Jim Ross at the Oscars. By God, he has a family. Yeah, well, he does. He I mean, both of them do. Families. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Chris Rock's family. You don't know anything about them because they're normal people. Will Smith's family. We know everything about. <laughs> you know them. what? You know. Well, I think the only thing is that Chris Rock is divorced. But other than that, everything's everything's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. Normal people get divorced. Sadly, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. What yeah. happens at Casa de Smith though? That ain't normal. No. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that wife, they haven't gotten their, own, they haven't gotten their own show yet. Jaden's a weirdo. His daughter's whipping her hair back and forth. I mean, come on. 
Yeah. You got to. I blame Will and Jada. They're just bad parents. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, no. Joseph Bianowicz, thank you. He says Will Smith is the bartender in Cucktail. Uh, Andrew Clark asks, have we read Rick, uh, Chris Rock's apology? I didn't know he had an apology. Did you guys? Yeah. Being on stage? (laughs) Uh, Could you guys look that up real quick while I read some of these? Primer, thank you very much. He says, this post of Chris Rock's apology. Hold on. Here we go. The the post of Chris Rock's apology is fake. Nick Ricada posted that to troll everyone. LOL. Side note, Avatar 2 will get Best Picture in 2023 Oscars. All right, we have an award for one of the best screen names ever, and thank you for joining us on episode 300. Run Ruin McDickpants. That's a great huh? name. Kendo, would you uh do you second that nomination for Ruin McDickpants? Uh yeah, that's right up there with Up the Ass Franklin. <laughs> yeah, Up the Ass Franklin. I miss Up the Ass Franklin so much. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. One of my favorite up the Ass Franklin. Darth Vader's disembodied charred phallus is still up there because that dude actually sent me the action figure of Darth Vader's disembodied charred phallus. And, oh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, folks, don't click away. Up next on the docket, we're going to be talking about Bruce Willis's retirement. Yeah, it's an end of an era for an icon, a legend. And it's not really a happy ending. He doesn't get to ride off into the sunset the way a lot of his iconic heroes do. Primer, thank you very much for that super chat. Now, this one comes from Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks. In the year 3535, conflicts between hostile factions are resolved via the Oscars. Slap fights to the death between the village of Cuck and the court jester. You guys down for 3535? Slap fights of death? I don't know about that, man. That seems kind of like a boring yeah. ass way to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, Ken, I guess, Ken is ruling thirty-five, thirty-five. You know. Yeah, but by then I'm a cyborg, so I would like to think that if I'm slapping humans and getting into slap fights to death, I'd have an advantage. So. Yeah. The last night of Appalachia, the last of his kind. Not from Appalachia, though. <laughs> Nick is. <laughs> you can't prove that. I mean, I have your address. I can. Yeah. No, that's, true. that's true. Fairly certain if I ever meet your mom, be like, hey, was he born in Tennessee? He was. I thought so. <laughs> well, if we do our if we do our Gallenberg trip, uh that, that's when? gonna happen then. So yeah, that's gonna be a leisure trip that we stream. It's gonna be sloppy, folks. So if you want to go away to WCVS Stabbing Cabin, make sure you join us and find out all the information on how to watch live and be a part of the fun. Yeah, no one's going to actually get stabbed. It's just a, a horror movie reference. We have to put that out there for legal reasons these days, guys, now that our lawyer comes to us to <laughs> the conventions. Boys, we have to protect ourselves from all the crazies. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for your message. He says, someone asked this on Doomcock's Pop Culture Breakdown, and I thought I'd ask you, what was your first toy with your, what was the first toy you bought with your check, not your parents buying it? Well, TLJ Screwjob, I'll tell you two I can tell you the very first thing I ever bought out of my own check was WrestleMania 20 on DVD. Yeah, back in 2004, that was the very first thing I ever bought out of my first earned actual check. But toy, I'm sure I bought tons of shit after 2004 when I bought, you know, that wrestling DVD. But I think one of the earliest ones I remember is getting the Hell in a Cell set. It was a two-pack 
It was Undertaker and Randy Orton. It came with a ring, and then it came with another, or it came with the Hell in a Cell. And I bought that in high school with my own money, and I used to do stop-motion videos with it for fun. It was pretty decent stuff for Look, at the time, it was cool. It looked like the RKO, but in reality, it was whatever. Uh, what about you guys? Do you remember any of the first toys you bought with your own money? Yes. Yes. Um, um, the first one. Well, so when I got. Was... Go ahead, man. I was going to say, I was gonna say when I got my first job uh, in January of 1999, my first couple of paychecks were saved up and combined to buy myself a Nintendo 64 Ocarina of Time and GoldenEye. Nice. And then. On my 18th birthday, I opened up my first checking account, and the first check I ever wrote was at Best Buy for NHL 2001 on PlayStation. Mm. Banner days. What about you, Dion? Oh, man. When I first got my job in high school, I think the first like actual toy I bought... Um, I mean, I used to buy a lot of video games, so it was mainly PlayStation 2 games for the most part. Um, Jesus. The first thing I could think of was when I bought that, you know, I was an adult after college is when I bought that uh, $500 3CPO figure. But I know there was something. It had to be something before. I cannot remember for the life of me when I first started working when I bought it. Yeah, back then it was mainly just video games and comic books for me. And Star Wars books. Nick? Yeah, dude, it was just, yeah, it was about the same as just video games and stuff uh, for, for me and my brother to play. Uh, probably around 01, which I was still in high school for. So, yeah, you know, just video games and stuff then for sure. I can't remember. We had a bunch of them, man. We just kept, they just kept piling up. So, that's where, yeah, that's where the majority of my money went. There's just that kind of stuff. Uh, I know, I know. I bought my own video games, and my brother couldn't play them because I was I was a dick back then, and uh, he got real pissed off about it. So, um, the guy today at the store was talking about Lego and how he likes to just kick back and build those to relax. And I was like, "Oh, Nick likes to do that." And then he, then the first thing he said was, "But it's a very expensive hobby." And I thought, "Yeah, it is." Yeah, no shit, dude. Uh, Nick, any new Legos on the docket for you? Yeah, the uh, the DeLorean's coming out Friday. Oh shit! That soon. Yep. Yeah, Friday, coming out the first. So I gotta, I gotta wake up early and try to get it, or at least try to get it at midnight or whenever the hell the it goes up. Well, because uh, yeah, I want one bad. I'm gonna stay up and get one. Thank you for telling me. Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for that. He all, uh, Enrique Vasquez says this is WCBS. But seriously, guys, congrats on the 300. Well, thank you. Uh, Enrique Vasquez for joining us tonight, saying hi, uh, sending in the love and support on this very special episode. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I wish I didn't have such a runny nose, but uh, I'm having a great time broadcasting tonight live from WCVS headquarters here where I live. Now, TLJ Screwjob also says, also just joining in on the Happy 300 chats. Well, thank you, TLJ Screwjob. Thank you to everybody who's been joining in on those. Um, TLJ Screwjob says, Three CPO Dion, say Irish wristwatch, please. Uh, I'm not gonna fall for this treachery. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh well, Dion. Yeah, neither do um, I. I don't. I don't understand it either. 
Irish wristwatch. Trying, trying, trying to insinuate that I that I have an issue with tongue twisters, sir. Well, don't Irish prove him right. Watch. <laughs> it's Nick whispers it. Can I say it? <laughs> Peter Parker Peck the Bishop. I can't even do that one. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about something kind of sad, but in our world-class way. Bruce Willis, one of our all-time favorite actors, is retiring today. Dion, what did you think when you heard the news? It made me fucking sad, man. Like, even though his last ones weren't all weren't all uh, bangers, you know, I, I I still love seeing Bruce Willis in random action movies, man. So to to hear that he was retiring and then to hear the reason why he was retiring was just very fucking, man, it was very depressing. Very depressing. Nick or Kendo, uh, what do you guys think? Or what did you think when you heard the news? I mean, I, when I originally heard it, I was like, oh, you know, he's getting old, he's retiring, whatever. And then I heard the reason. I was like, damn, dude, that's that's that really sucks. You know, it's it's yeah. it's rough, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to take care of yourself, man. You know, when things like that come up, you got to, you know, your priorities change. So, so yeah. this is the – oh, go ahead, Kendo. Uh, what were your thoughts? Oh, um, kind of the same as everybody else. It's just kind of, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, he's getting up there and he's getting older and all that stuff. And he's not putting out the blockbuster movies that he had in the past, but then it's just like, damn, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those, it's one of those, uh, you know, you're getting older benchmarks when the action stars of your childhood are now getting old, retiring and, uh, riding into the sunset, so to speak. So Bruce Willis is suffering from a medical condition that is affecting his cognitive abilities with taking a break from acting. In a post on his daughter Rumor's verified Instagram account, the caption of a photo read, To Bruce's amazing supporters, as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this and much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. This is a really challenging time for our family, and we are really appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. According to the Mayo Clinic, aphasia is a condition that robs you of the ability to communicate and can be caused by a stroke, head injury, a brain tumor, or a disease. Jeez. I never, you never expect anyone to get sick, but I never thought this would be this Bruce Willis, you know? You, you see him in all these movies. Yeah, he seems to be a certain way in public, but eh, maybe certain things start to make sense, and I don't, know, you, you, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel sad for the whole situation and a little sorry for Bruce. Uh, yeah, man. He's an icon. Yeah, shit's yeah. awful. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's an icon, and you know, he'll always be remembered for you know all well most of his great roles, anyways. So, yeah. Safe to say, John McClane's his greatest role. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, I still get the warm and fuzzy feeling when I watch Die Hard. It is the best action movie ever made, hands down. Also, also holiday movie. Yep, best Christmas movie. Yep, ever made. I'm really sad I got rid of the now, goddamn it, now button. <laughs> you might I have got... to bring it back now. Hey, Kendo, this one's for you. Oh, well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I am. Now, guys, <laughs> we get to talk about a shit show. 
Have you heard about the film Morbius? No. I mean, I, I know about it. It's coming out soon. Hi. It shouldn't come out. That's what a lot of really? people are saying. Yeah, it's it sounds like a shit show. That bad, huh? uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not something. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna go see it or anything. I'm just like, why is is it just that bad? Well, yeah, because it's sitting currently at a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a five point one out of ten on IMDb, and IGN just gave it a five out of ten. Oh, and here are the headlines: a sampling. We have Morbius review. Jared Leto's Marvel movie leaves much to be desired. Um, Morbius first reactions: sloppy, sucks more than blood. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> You. I actually like that one. It sucks more than blood. Clever. Very clever. I mean, that one comes from Variety. I can't take credit for that one. But it's it's shit in the bed, guys. It's shit in the bed hardcore. And now we have box office predictions. And I'm looking at that. I wonder. Oh, God. So let's see. It's budgeted at $75 million before the marketing came in. So that's what we're looking and it says the domestic opening is expected to be around $33 million. Damn. Yeah. So for a little context, this is what they're saying as well. From IGN, Morbius is unspectacular in ways that waste the potential of what could be an intriguing hybrid of sinister horror and superhero thrills. One single scene recalls David F. Sandberg's lights out for a suitable fright, but otherwise, horror accents are limited to cheesy jokes about Dracula. That's the approach of this whole film. In fact, everything feels superflu- superfluous superfluous, and uninterested in thoughtful storytelling because of the mission at hand is to get to the end credits where the meat exists. Morbius is focused on building Sony's Spider-Man universe and hopeful sequels, which could be very well be better now that the foundation exists. So... Yeah, it's got a five out of ten. It's mediocre. I'm. It's. I don't think this one should exist. I like. I love Spider Man. I think Morbius, the Living Vampire, is a pretty shitty character overall. Oh, but Jeff, how can you say it? He's got such great legacy. Listen, I read Amazing Spider Man number one hundred two or one hundred one, whatever he appears in. One hundred three is when he bitch slaps the lizard down the stairs. He sucks. Like in the nineties, he was put in the cartoon. Oh, man, he's going to suck your plasma from your fingers. Now I understand television shows had to be censored because of that pesky parent television council. Understand. But again, a fucking vampire flying around New York City and Spider-Man has to fight him. He's just the best of the shittiest decade of villains. I think Morbius is an ass. I hate Michael Morbius. This movie shouldn't exist. Yeah, I mean, he's not a great... I was never a huge Morbius fan, you know, um... You know, I, I I never had seen very much that he was in that was any good, but I was excited. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I had I had fat uh, um, shit. Faith is the word I'm looking for. I had faith in in um, you know because of because of because of Venom and uh, Let There Be Carnage and all that. You know, so so I was optimistic, but yeah, I was I was never a huge. You know, if anything, Morbius Morbius always stuck out. Of, of spider-man's rogues gallery you know so yeah man I, I i guess i'm not surprised i still i'll probably still go see it but yeah i just I never was a morbius guy just you know if anyone i'm the guy so if anyone says oh morbius is the greatest villain because x y and z i'll tell you no because i know so i don't think morbius <clears throat> is gonna be the hit they want it to be especially okay no i take that back i'm gonna pull that one back 
Spider-Man really impressed a lot of people. If they can just fucking pump out commercials with that one image of the Spider-Man poster that's on the wall in the alley, people will be dumb enough to go see this movie. I don't want to see it. I'll gladly skip this one, but yeah, I'd rather watch um, you know, the entire Halo first season rather than Mor- Morbius. <clears throat> really that far? Yeah, that far. Cuz uh, like I don't know the character I don't know who the character is and it's Jerry Leto again being, you know, basically looking like Jerry Leto for a whole movie. Like I don't fucking care. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm a little over Jared Leto. And by a little I mean completely. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we all are. <laughs> no. Yeah, guys, they, they, Moon they, Knight. They, they, yeah, they. God, I I don't even give a shit about Moon Knight. Yeah. Now that I'm talking about Jared time. Leto and right after American Psycho. Yeah, that was his last great role. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I wish I knew how to do the CGIing of the faces because I would take that clip of American Psycho and I'd put Will Smith's face over Christian Bale's body, and Chris Rock's face over Jared Leto's body. And he would, instead of asking about a, t- a table at Dorcia, it would be the clip, keep your wife's fucking name at your mouth. Huh. That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm trying to fish my wish. I Listeners, you are talented and you know what to do. Also, uh, press the like button. Yeah, hit that, hit that thumbs up. So some of the Slap comments I'm seeing, button. some of the comments I'm seeing about uh, Moon Knight comments like uh, Oscar-worthy Isaac. So people are loving that, even though you couldn't win an Oscar for that. And somebody said, with the very first episode out, this show is a very strong contender for my favorite show of all time. I'm like, all right, well, that's a little hyperbolic. But you're getting, even stuff is getting the, the show's getting the Promising Start review from the AV Club and Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a shit about your opinion. But I'm not in a rush to watch Moon Knight. I have WrestleMania to go to this weekend with you, Dion, and a million other things that are more interesting. But I might check this one out. I don't... I have more interest in this than I would any continuation of any previous Disney Plus series. I don't want right. to see what happens with Captain Winter Soldier and Falcon and all that crap. Even Loki kind of soured me on that. Can't where, you guys, where were you with Loki, Dion? Was that one you liked? I forgot. Yeah, I saw the first episode. I still gotta finish it. I mean, that's kind of so far what I'm what I'm what I'm dealing with with all the Marvel stuff is you know I watch the first episode, kind of lose a little interest, and then and then and then uh, pledge to go back. So I I still have yet to binge through all the the current Marvel properties and kind of catch up. But I mean, yeah, I mean the first episode like I liked it a lot, you know. But you know, I just for whatever reason it didn't snatch me the way that shows like you know The Boys or something did. Well, that'll be back soon. Very excited. Yeah, they they have like a cartoon thing going on is on there right now. I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things. I saw a trailer for it, and I didn't turn it off because I was like upset with what I watched. I thought I was watching a trailer for the, the live action show. I was like, wait, this is something else. But I want to give it a shot. If yeah, if it's anything like in the Invincible show looked, which I think the same animation studio is producing it, I like that look. It's like a weird mid-budget, but it looks like the DC animated shows on television, which is nice, because that used to be considered like high-end animation, and now it's just like the standard. Yeah. Speaking of which, I found that like the entire Batman animated catalog is on HBO Max, and I am excited. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Nice. I watch that show most Saturday mornings. I tend to wake up, make some coffee, 
put on Batman the Animated Series. After a couple episodes, put on some bacon, and that's how I like to spend my Saturdays. It's yeah. I never grew up. Yeah, I mean, but they, they they've got them all. They've got the Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Beyond, um, Killing Joke, like uh, Gotham by Gaslight, all that shit. That's all on there. I'm like, Fuck yeah! I need dude. to see that one still. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet either. I I really enjoy the DC animated features up through I really like Dark Knight. No, what was the there was one that really kind of shit the bed. It was a Batman one too. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Killing Joke. That's the one that shit the bed. Killing Joke. Yeah, That's I, I didn't like that one. All right. So let's see what else we had on the docket. Uh Oh, yeah. One last thing to talk about, guys. And this is something that's going to affect us all this weekend in some form or another. WrestleMania. Dion, this is your, what, 10th WrestleMania now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm on number... Because 10, five years, sorry, seven years ago today, we were at the one in California. Right. And that was your... Maybe, yeah, that would have. Oh, no, no, so this is, this is not, this is eight, right? Because it was 31, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, miss 37, miss 38. So, yeah, this is eight then. Okay. I have never gone to a WrestleMania that has this much of a lackluster build, and I've been to everyone <laughs> since 22. <clears throat> yeah, it's. It's literally if, if I wasn't going with my best friend and another close friend, I I might not even watch it. I, I, I mean, I might watch the main event for night two, but other than that, because there's just so much nothing going on, you know. But you know, I enjoy going. I enjoy watching wrestle with my people, and I, you know, wrestling fans taking over a, a, a big city is always fun to be there. You know, fan access is fun, but the show itself, yeah, I'm I'm. Um, I'm not excited at all. Like I said, it's it's gonna be fun going, getting drinks. You know, if it's bad, we get to laugh at it together. But yeah, I I I would if, listen. Even if I were watching, I'd find a stream. I wouldn't fucking pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I was thinking. You know how we did the uh, the watch along commentary for Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. I was thinking about making the proposition to Nick. Like, hey, you want to do that for WrestleMania? And then I thought about it a little bit more. I'm like. Do I want to really dedicate both Saturday and Sunday night to it? Yeah, do, yeah. Do, are you sure about that? Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, you know what? I really don't. I, think I, re- I don't. Brilliant. Oh, I think it sounds brilliant too. It would it, it would be some fantastic work. Nick and I would make it watchable for people if they were listening to our commentary. But I honestly just don't know if I could mentally say you're sitting down and you're spending all weekend uh, in the evening watching WrestleMania 38. I. I, I don't think I can do that to myself. <laughs> we, we barely got through the rumble. That's true. And there was three of us there for that one. Yeah, there was. <laughs> well, oh, Dion, we might not make it out of Texas alive, so we should stay close. Seriously. I mean, if, if there's anything that's going to get you fucked up and, and, and screw up your flight plan, it's going to be watching – the current product of WWE right now, man, it's, it's just not, you know, and I'm hoping that I'm wrong. I really do. But you know, that you can tell there are so many moments and instances where the WWE has had no idea what they're fucking doing, you know, and, and it's, and it's depressing as fuck that we have 
the biggest show of the year and everything is so hypeless and no one gives a shit. There's, you know, this isn't the payoff to any long-term builds, you know, fuck even the fact that, you know, Stone Cold is coming back to, to confront fucking Kevin Owens. It's like, I just, I just don't fucking care. There's no, cause it's not going to impact anything. It's not going to change anything. You know, after WrestleMania, it's not going to be any huge, uh, implications and sure shit, whatever WrestleMania moments there are, all going to be contrived and in, in, in the moment. You know, fucking WWE is is you know wants to be Nickelodeon and just like Nickelodeon, I have no fucking interest in it. De- Dion, to, to make to make that a little bit <clears throat> more worse sounding, it's not so much that the big appeal to this one is that Stone Cold is coming back to confront Kevin Owens. It's that the main event of the Saturday night portion of Monday night raw is not a mat or Monday night raw yep. of WrestleMania. might as well be money. It's not <laughs> yeah. a match. It's, it's a talk show segment for, with stone cold and Kevin Owens. That's probably going to be them, you know, arguing back and forth, a little brawl spot. You might get a Thez press and a stutter from stone cold. And that's about it. Exactly. I mean, that's, and really that's what the they're most... trying to sell to everybody. Yeah. And even then, they didn't announce it until this fucking week, or the, well, no, the end of last week. That's yeah, wild. So, a week out yeah, from WrestleMania, so they were they were scrambling to to get it done and get it get it all you know put away. Well, fucking what's her name got hurt, and which I understand happens, but you've got well, Bianca Belair's not injured. Oh, she's not. No, that was no, just she's... Phil telling us that constantly at the at the horror hound. She's fine. She came back she's on kayfabe Raw. Kayfabe injured. <laughs> yeah, it was never real. He got worked. Now, yeah, because right here, according to C, look at, I don't have any connection to any company. We our channel isn't affiliated, but I found that CBS Sports is the only place that reports on WWE like it's a real sport. So it's the best place. So I trust them because they even give you live updates during Raw. You can skip watching wrestling and fucking follow CBS Sports. They got a whole pro wrestling section. It's legit. So these are what we have in terms of matches for WrestleMania, folks. Raw one. This is right. Day one. Raw wins championship. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Who do you got, Kendo? Uh, Bianca Belair. Dion. Bianca. Nick. Anybody? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Belair. I'm going Becky Lynch. I think she's going to hold on to the title for a little longer. Up next, we have the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, we know who's going to win that. The Mysterios? Yeah. Yeah, and Logan Paul's going to turn face and, and beat up the Miz. Oh, uh, God. I kind of I kind of wish they would all team up on Logan Paul and just, I don't know. Kill him? Yeah, that'd be good. I'll take that. Do That's fine. The fucking acolytes I mean, the nasty boys. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, them all turning on the Paul brothers and, and shooting on, uh, or shooting on both of them, that would be amazing, but that will not happen. I mean, I mean that would that would I mean I think that I think that if that were to happen, the ratings would just you know that would that would that would skyrocket. Um, but you know that would be actually a smart move on W and on their part. So, well, this is something that bothers me about this year's WrestleMania: Seth Rollins versus TBD. What the fuck is this? Oh, we're gonna have a surprise at WrestleMania? No, uh dude. I understand that the world isn't the way it used to be in the 90s and early 2000s and social media changed everything, but, like, I'm not going to sign up for a fucking pay-per-view or a streaming service after a surprise. Like, if you build the hype, we know it's coming. So, like, 
The Rock versus John Cena. That was built a year in advance. The way that WWE likes to operate, they would have The Rock come back on Monday and then challenge John Cena to a match. Yeah. Like that was that would have been it. I don't need a year build, but I need a show to be worth my time. Like I pre-buy tickets to this shit. Don't disappoint me constantly. Right. Well, and and, and 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 I'm sure your patience is wearing thin with you know with their with them just constantly you know putting out shitty and shit, shittier stuff every year. If it wasn't for like Dion says, if it wasn't for us getting together and going to see this shit, I don't know. I mean, in, in in all reality, you should just bring your Roku down and then hang out there for a little bit. Go to the um, go to the uh, what is it, the NXT thing, and go buy some stuff, see a few things, then go back to the room, order some pizza, drink some beers, and watch it on TV. Uh, the four hundred dollar tickets are the number one reason why that won't happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like next time, next time, you know. Uh, it's gonna be here in LA, so. Oh, well, it makes probably... it easier for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, and apparently The Rock's going to be in the Hall of Fame and shit. So I'll, that's it. When he retires, I quit. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> I did. It's going to be in LA next year. That one I'd actually do. Not actually go to WrestleMania. Just drive the eight hours to Los Angeles. Be like, hey, I'm here for WrestleMania. Um, let's hang out. Oh, it's time for you to go to the show. That's cool. I'll just sit here and watch it on TV. Maybe. You can stay here at the apartment and watch it on our big TV. Or I can log in with my ESPN Plus account and watch a hockey game. Which is probably <laughs> far more entertaining. Or if you're going to come out all the way here, what you can do is we'll bring out the second TV and you can have the small TV with WrestleMania and the big TV with your hockey game. Or I could plug my Switch into the small TV and I could play Nintendo and watch it. You know, there's a lot of layers to this. And we're, I'll game, I got, I'll got time. I'll game plan this. But Basically, I think, I, think, I, think, I think Kenny just wants to hang out and not watch wrestling. That's fine. Yeah, I That's just cool. hey. I, it, it's an excuse to drive eight hours to hang out with Jeff and Dion. So it's like ah, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends in Los Angeles. It's an eight hour drive. It's not a big deal. That'll be a good time. I guarantee it. Now this is guaranteed. This is guaranteed to be stupid. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. I'm I'm going with Happy Corbin pulling it out because you know they're so busy trying to subvert expectations. I you know I'm thinking Happy Corbin wins. Yeah, Happy Corbin's going to win, and they're going to steal Drew McIntyre's sword and decapitate him with it. That sounds cool. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. Yeah, that's why it won't happen. Yeah. SmackDown Tag Team title. Sorry, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos versus uh, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. What a wasted match. I go Usos. Yeah, Usos are retaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like clockwork, uh, Usos get pinched for drunk driving and winning uh, at WrestleMania, so that's what's going to happen. <laughs> the circle of life, Kendo. Oh. oh, SmackDown, Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, man. Dion, you're a huge UFC Jesus. fighter. What did you think when Ronda Rousey appeared in the WWE? Uh, it reminded me that she is just very good at being very unlikable. Kind of like I love Ronda the fighter. I, I loved her fight. I, I loved how she was, you know, a bitch to her opponent. Like, you know, not everybody's got to be really good at something and really nice. But, oh, my God, she was. So for someone who is a self-proclaimed Roddy Roddy, pa- Rowdy, Roddy pa- fan, she's so goddamn sensitive. And I'm just like, yep, this is not the business for you. And you just, you just, you just don't have the juice, sister. 
And I'm and I and every time she comes out on TV, she reminds you of that. That I am not yeah. ready for this. Yeah. Well, after that, we have one more segment. Stone Cold Steve Austin to appear on the KO show. This is gonna underwhelm. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cringy too. I think he's gonna probably hurt himself too. Oh, yeah. Shit. Dude, okay, so you know, you know, this entire time Vince thought that they could convince Stone Cold to wrestle a match because he, in his head, he's thinking, I've gotten The Undertaker to keep coming back. I was able to get Dwayne to come back. I was even able to get Shawn Michaels to come out of his retirement to go to Saudi Money and, you know, wrestle. I can get Stone Cold. It's in Texas. We will convince him to do a wrestling match and give it, give Stone Cold credit. He held to his guns, just told him no. I ain't doing it. No, I'm not wrestling. We're not, I'm not doing a 20 minute match. It ain't happening. So I guess this, this was the concept. I ain't wrestling. Well, thankfully day two sounds so much better. We have title versus title Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Oh God. That fucking match again. Jeez. Yeah. Third time we walked out of and started a trend. Anyway, this is the third time. Are you are you sure it's not the hundredth time? Because it feels like they keep they keep doing over this. overall. This is like the eighth or ninth pay per view they've had to have those okay. two headlining against each other in like the last like five years. It's fucking annoying, man. Like, is this is like this is all they have? Like, that's it? Just them? It's pretty it's much. so dumb. It's so Actually, it's longer ago than that. Because WrestleMania thirty one was the first Brock versus Roman main event at WrestleMania, wasn't it? Oh yep. fuck yeah! I forgot about that one. Yep. Yeah, because Seth Cash didn't save us all. Yep. yep. Remember when Alpha got really upset and thought it was a work and was like ready to or a shoot and was going after the WWE for cashing in on him? Yep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Wild Simones went crazy, bro. That was at the fucking over it and bash nuts over their heads and you know call it a day. So up next we have Edge versus AJ Styles. I say AJ wins this. Yeah, I I I think AJ comes out with the win. He would be the correct person to have win that match. Yes. Will he? I don't know, but in my heart of hearts, AJ is the only wrestler I'd ever want to watch really do anything in these day and age. So yes, give me AJ. Next, we have the Women's Tag Team Championship. Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Who do you got? That Ripley and so horrible. Yeah, I think they, they're going to put a belt on Ripley again. Um, they're going to they're going to give it to Sasha and Imon. I'll go Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. It's the fucking Liv Morgan keeps getting this little mini push. It's they're gonna kill her if they don't do something with her now. Uh, here we go, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I'm not interested in this one. I'm not either, but Austin Theory will win. Uh, I'm not at all, but somehow I feel like Pat McAfee's gonna get some kind of fluke win. I hope he does. Now, this is the one that's blowing my mind. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Oh, God. Has, it was has worse a few weeks ago. Through... I was going to say, it was worse a few weeks ago when Sami Zayn was the Intercontinental Champion and it was going to be an Intercontinental title match. Yeah, but has, has John Knoxville gone through enough shit? Like, is, I mean, the, the, man's, the man's almost like 
I don't know, one third titanium. That makes yeah, they're going to do that, that shit they did with Brett and Vince where like a bunch of people come out and fucking beat up Sami Zayn, make a joke of him, and then Johnny Knoxville's going to probably do a frog splash, break his fucking ribs, and get the win. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, it, it's a it's a labeled as an anything goes match, which I'm assuming is just no fucking rules. Um, so, uh, yes, Johnny Knoxville gets the big win over Sami Zayn with the help of many of the jackass crew. Dude, Johnny Knoxville's held together with hopes and dreams. Okay, like he needs to not do this shit anymore. Oh, you dude. think Ryan Dunn's gonna run in? Damn. Well, one, I was about to say the ghost of Ryan Dunn was gonna help, but. What if and this would be amazing? <laughs> this, this, no, 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 no. Follow me, follow. This would be amazing if the jackasses come out to try to, you know, help Sami Zayn wins, and out from underneath the ring, fucking Bam Margera comes out, drunk off his ass, fucking just clocking people with his skateboard to help Sami Zayn wins. That would be a fucking good book match <laughs> because there's real life heat there. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. But also, once again, sounds like a good, wonderful idea. Never happened. Yeah, and then next year it'll be streak versus not a streak anymore. Undertaker versus Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania 39 in Boston. Book it. True fight to the death. For the soul of Ryan Dunn. The spirit of Jackass is on the line. We have the Raw Tag Team Championships, RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. A lot of multi-man matches. Uh too many in my opinion. Uh gotta I'm gonna get go everybody on the card, bro. bro. Yeah. Yeah, RK, bro. Um, I'm going to go with the Street Profits on this one. Nice. One more match, guys. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Uh, Jesus. This, this one's really uh, I think we're going to put Omos over to try to sell this big monster gimmick. Dude, that yeah. looks like he's from Africa. That's Yeah, I was going to say, this is one where it's like Bobby Lashley can't really afford to take another loss. But at the same time, they've, they've got this dude that is just huge that sounds like he's got a mouthful of marbles when he talks and it has no wrestling ability whatsoever. So, of course, Vince loves him. And <laughs> I think he's going to get pushed up. He's going to get put over on that one. Yep. I think that's what will happen. But I would like to see Bobby Lashley win because it would make Bobby Lashley look like the underdog and he's so dominant. It's like the only way to make him sympathetic. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, let's see. That is WrestleMania 38. Dion will be there. I'm not excited as you don't sound either. But <laughs> I'm excited to watch some live wrestling with my boys. But like I said, that, that that's why I'm excited to go. It has nothing to do with the actual show of WrestleMania. So, I get it. We all know that Ro- Rogaine Ramirez is going to win and uh, beat Bork Laser again and unify the titles. My question for you guys is, is what number coronation at WrestleMania is this of Roman Reigns as the leader of the company? And how many of them have you been to and enjoyed? Uh, I don't think I don't think there's a number high enough to index the times they've tried this with Roman Reigns to make him the real king of the WWE. But, I mean, I was watching a video. The fact that The Undertaker had to come out of retirement because he thought his retirement with Roman Reigns was so underwhelming. 
kind of represents how I feel about Roman Reigns as a pro wrestler. He's just so underwhelming. I don't. It, he has the look. He can. He can't really talk. Let's just be honest with ourselves. He's got the look. He's whatever. I just don't like him. He's not entertaining, and he's not really booked well. That's important with wrestling. Having a unbeatable Superman who pulls it out at zero hour is like having John Cena. And all that is is a reminder of why John Cena sucks. I mean, I'm listen. I actually like this Roman. I think you know it took too damn long for us to get here, you know. But finally, they they, they we go through this him just being uh uh more of a quiet badass is you know they've they've given him better promos. I mean, him being the the asshole champion is what's best for him. But again, you know, I've always said it: how you end something can undo everything you've done story wise. And to have him face Brock Lesnar again, it just it doesn't fucking work. And for whatever reason, you know, in WWE did this with fucking Cena and Orton, where for whatever reason that it worked. It to them it looks good on paper, but you put them together, they don't have any fucking real chemistry for the fans. And I get it. They want they want this image of Roman with both belts at the main event with of the fucking show with the goddamn fireworks and the confetti and shit. And it's just, you can't get there with Brock and Roman. You just can't fucking get there. And I know that Brock's won all the other ones, but it's just, no one gives a shit. This isn't the you can't bank you can't make money with these two guys as your main event. It's just not going to fucking work. And you know Vince. Knows better, but just he, yeah, he thinks he knows better for us, champ. It's good shit. No, it's gonna be boring. It's gonna end boring, and then you know maybe maybe another main event getting booed is gonna finally get them to give a shit. I don't know. I don't think it is because I saw a thing today, and it was on the Espen that said that this week in at uh, WrestleMania, the WWE is having open tryouts for college athletes and former pro athletes. I saw that. Yeah, so they so, so what they can put them on the on the on the ticket and then fire them six months later. Pretty yes. much. Yes, yes, that's that's yeah, that's what it is. It's, they can sign them to developmental deals, send them down to the um, to, uh, what the fuck they call it? is it the development center is what they call it or whatever the boot camp yeah, or whatever. Down, yeah, send them down the there to Florida. Florida. Let them uh, get some work in. Uh, send a couple up to NXT, see how well they do, you know, cut the ones that don't make it and, uh, eventually get one. That's just a behemoth looking guy that can't talk and can't wrestle and hot shot into the main event. What do you guys think while we're on the topic of WrestleMania, what do you think about Nikki Bella's comments about Vader and his exemption? That was the Hall of Fame hilarious. What is so that is hilarious. And that is so Bella's. And it really, you, it really is the most Bella's thing. You could have what did uh, they were never wrestlers, they? they were never fucking wrestlers. Yeah, Kendo, nope, give a little context models. for the audience, please. So, Nikki Bella, uh, she is famous for being attractive and uh, winning a contest with her sister to become a wrestler, a diva, and then fucking John Cena. Um, that's pretty much all she's ever done, and that's why she's famous. She gave. She was on a pod. I think the Bellas had their own podcast or some shit or another, and uh, she was talking about the Hall of Fame and how excited her and Nikki are going, or or her and Brie are to go to the Hall of Fame, and blah 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 blah. And they're so excited to be there. 
And uh, she's, let me see, because I sent this over to you guys. Where is it at? And this is what she said in regards to Vader going into the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> Quote, and I'm also excited, so excited that WWE Universe will be welcoming Vader into the Hall of Fame. I always get excited for men of that generation to come oh, to the Hall of Fame because they have the most incredible stories we've never heard, she said. And I always love when those men take the stage and the women and from that era of wrestling that was so iconic and so historic. So I'm really excited for Vader to be inducted into the Hall of Fame and just to have his presence there and hear his speeches. There is uh, just one problem with that scenario. Jeff, would you like to tell them what that is? Vader is dead. <laughs> yes. Yes. Le Leon White, a.k.a. Vader, Big Van Vader, the Mastodon, oh my God. all that good stuff. Uh, he died a couple years ago. Yes, Kendo, he's been dead since June 18th of 2018. Jeez. Basically, he's been dead for four years. I thought it was sooner ago than that. But yes, he's been he's been no longer with us for a while now. Um, so if she would have said something to the effect of, uh, you know, we'll definitely be able to feel his presence there, you could you could understand that. But to say to have his presence there and hear his speeches is where <sighs> poor Nikki Bella showed. Just why she had to go into now, modeling. I I wonder if if it's a situation where she's really out of touch or she's just been hanging out with the Saudi prince too long because he wanted Yokozuna to wrestle Bret Hart, right? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I can look that up while you're entertaining the crowd and give you the skinny well, on that. But yes, that God, is that's a so fucking sort weird. of true thing. Oh my god. Our friend Jay Crano, too, thank you very much. He says, working on the Lego Titanic, almost done after two months. Whew, keep it away that, from no, 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 that that thing is fucking huge. That's I think it's like... <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's like it's like three or four feet long. Like it's, it's fucking huge. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Does it come with a Lego iceberg? Uh, no, that you buy that separately. That's fair. I mean, I'll pay extra for the iceberg <laughs> and the band. Now, does, well, I mean, no, at least, at, at least, well, at least, at least, Legos haven't gone the way of Apple yet. Where, like, you know, they they uh, they sell they sell you the the entire box, um, you know, for a good price. And the last four pages of the instructions, they sell you for you know an an, an up price. So, now, does the Lego Titanic set come with little people? I think so. I don't know. I, That's I morbid as shit. <laughs> I think I think it might. In all honesty, I looked at it once, uh, and never again. Up, uh, I saw it. I, I saw it in the store here in Georgia. They had it in the window. Somebody like you know, put it together. Um, but yeah, I yeah I <laughs> I really don't know. It's not something. I, yeah, this I don't. I don't really thousand dollars on Walmart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Once they well, once they get discontinued, man, like their price their price skyrockets very quickly. Uh, it doesn't look like it comes with people. That is a missed opportunity. Okay, so um, <clears throat> uh, when the uh, WWE was going to Saudi Arabia, I think this was for the greatest Royal Rumble, uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, presumably, was uh, had implored Vince McMahon to bring as many of the top stars to the, the you know Saudi Arabia as possible. Among them, The Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior and Yokozuna. 
uh, Vince McMahon's request on the grounds of two of those three men being dead. Um, they, and it makes things worse. Uh, Warrior had passed away in 2014, so just, you know, a few years previous to that. Yokozuna, however, has been dead since the year 2001, I believe, 2000, 2001. Um, so he's been dead for quite a while. And The Undertaker, well, he's always been a dead man, but he is mobile and able to actually go wrestle at the time. Um, the prince supposedly also asked the company to bring the guy with the crown and the guy in the black hat. So <laughs> neither of which were, I believe, working for the company at that time or had been for some time. And uh, yeah, so clearly... WWE was more there for the money and less there to show a huge starving fan base what they had to offer. Well, thank you, Vince, right. for putting yourself in that business. I, You know what, though? Here's the thing. You know what Vince could have done? He's not above having wrestlers that no longer work for his company you know, come out and perform. He could have got a fake Yokozuna and fake Ultimate Warrior. He should have. He should he should have because you know like he said when when Hall and Nash left to go to WCW that's Scott Hall and Kevin Nash we own Diesel and Razor Ramon so they repackaged two guys to play Razor Ramon and Diesel which was a fucking disaster and a terrible idea I mean, and that's why he didn't do the Yokozuna thing because he tried that before and it and it was and it made him the I think I think I think now is different though I think this would have been a lot different because one. Most of the people that were fans of the of WWE back then don't take the shit they do nowadays seriously. And two, you gotta admit that would be really funny to you know send people over to the other side of the planet dressed like Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior at the behest of the Saudi prince. Unless he was worried that they would figure out that these were not the real deal, and you know Vince's plane would also have gotten held hostage on the tarmac, not just his people. Listen, if, if they were only showing it in Saudi Arabia, I think he could pull it off. But it getting broadcast to the rest of the world, he's like, yeah, I can't have that that fake Diesel and fake uh, Razor Ramon shit happening again. I just, I just, we we would not be able to survive that shit. I don't know, man. I think it'd be really funny. They just get some dude in a fat suit and send him out there and claim to be Yokozuna. God, I, I would enjoy that. And then you just fucking face paint up like Dolph and make him fucking run around like a spastic out there on Coke and be like, ah, there's the <laughs> ultimate warrior. He's off the roids. That's why he looks smaller. Right. Well, that's why. I love that story. People thought he died and another, uh, was it Carrie Ter- Von Eric was replacing him? That's what they thought. <laughs> oh, dude, that's actually true. As a kid, I remember that. That. That was like I was in like second or third grade, and the the con- the consensus around the, the 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 yard was that the ultimate Undertaker had killed Ultimate Warrior by burying him in that coffin. Poor, poor, poor Jim Helwig. Said no one ever. I know, dude. You're, I've been watching uh, Dark Side of the Ring, and they fucking shit on him there. He was listen. He was a real piece of fucking work. So let's read a few more from our friend TLJ Screwjob. We have, do you guys know slash watch of New Legacy Incorporated? They do wrestling videos and their WrestleMania 38 sim Roman versus Brock was five minutes and Roman got no offense squashed. So let's go ahead and 
take that out of the context of the video game world into the real world of Vince McMahon. <laughs> What's the difference? Roman's not going to get squashed in five minutes at WrestleMania 38. That's the difference. Would I like that? Of course I would, but that, that's not going to happen. This is this is yet another time for Rowan to be coronated as the greatest WWE superstar of all times. Yeah, and, and like they keep pushing it. Nobody wants it. It's just kind of like, just fucking stop. Just fucking stop, man. Nobody cares. They know better. They know better. <clears throat> Darian 2 and 7, thank you very much for your generous $10 super chat. You have 151 and a third chance of getting one or more memorable speeches as Big Papa Pump slash Scott Steiner gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. Thanks for the last-minute mention of past WWE this week. Oh, hold on. My nose is super congested, and I sound crazy when I say that, so I'm going to mute for a second. But, uh, guys, what's your favorite part of Steiner Mask? All of it. That it, add, that it actually adds up? Yeah, that it adds oh, yeah, up. There's that too. Fucking H Triple H. I love that. <laughs> well... We have a very special button that we never seem to get the right denomination for, but it is episode 300. Darian217 is a huge fan, so fuck it. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix... Your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one -on -one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Oh, man. God damn. <sighs> I when, have watched when, that when, when the, the word go to say ch percents, chances, I laugh at that yes. every Dude, that's that that's the best part of that video is the guy doesn't change the grammar at all. He does he he writes it out like your chances of winning drastic go down. He doesn't put the yep. ly on there. He puts it in there at verbatim as it was spoken by Scott Steiner, which I would love to hope. I hope I hope that that was a uh, here's I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a promo about your chances of winning and I'm going to do it off the cuff. And then and he just ad lib that promo. I, I hope that's what that happened there. Because if that did, that just makes him even more legendary. <laughs> yeah, it does. Sorry. I was just looking how Tony storm joined AEW and I'm not that excited. Yeah. The, the, the honorable mention to the fat asses promo, by the way. Yeah. That's why <laughs> that thing is gorgeous. So let's see what else we got. Uh, where are we at? Um, tabs. There we go. Bill in the box. Thank you very much. Bam in the wrestling match equals Kia at a monster jam. <laughs> yeah. That that's that's oh fair. That's very fair. Oh, it's messed up. So let's uh get ready to close this baby out, but let's check in with uh Ninja Lawyer Steve. 
So we're gonna Dion's one undying love. Please excuse the community. <laughs> so what do we got here? <laughs> yeah, oh I love that. I'll be <laughs> Why do you hate I just love the them. desert so much? I don't hate the desert. I hate it's I hate Disney fucking, fucking up Star Wars. It's nice and warm during the, the day. It's nice and down. cool at night. <laughs> you, go, you go live in the desert and get out, I and do. Get out of the reservation. Go, See, go build a house in the middle of the sand. Tell me how you like that it. That is just fucking hateful. <laughs> how dare you nick my mother off the desert? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> a mother's love will never dry up. Desert dearest. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's oh my god. I'll yes. be damned. Oh, Ninja Lair Steve, you rock, dude. <laughs> Despite getting little rain, deserts are prone to flash floods. It, at least when I'm dating them. I hear your mom has the biggest slot canyon in the world. And finally, of course, your mom is a desert. She's crawling with roadrunners and prospectors. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Looking pretty fly uh, in that suit there, Nick. Oh God. I do uh, I, I do actually have a pretty fly suit. I wonder what we said here. Such a board game board games make great movies. The next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna make a movie based off of a water park. Then we're gonna make a movie based off a breakfast cereal. Then we're gonna make a video game based off hogs, like or a movie based off. You know what? You 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 joke about this, but give it five years. Hollywood will go down that road. Oh, you know they're already on their way, bro. Yeah. Like I'm 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 waiting for Mousetrap the the movie along with Hungry Hungry Hippos and Snakes and Ladders. Oh, I like the clip. Thank you. <laughs> ah, Raging Waters, San Jose, California. Adam Sandler in. There are more. There are no more inner tubes. The liners are too long. The water's full of pee pee. Raging Waters. <laughs> you might slap somebody. I can see him doing uh, that. Six Flags, Hurricane Harbor. That looks fun. That's the movie about a water park. Ah, here we go. Liam Neeson, Keanu Reeves, Hurricane Harbor. Ride it out, summer 2022. Ooh, Waterwork Parks. Uh, ah, Cheerios the movie. I would be down for this one. Science Gone Mad. The animation for Honey Nut Cheerios Bees was outsourced to Africa. Honey Nut Cheerios the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. That's where the killer bees oh come God. from. Ask that Thomas J guy. Well, we got Lucky Charms, the movie. He said they would never get his Lucky Charms. They should have heeded his warning. Lucky Charms, St. Patrick's Day 2022. It's fucking Tote. I can't believe it's Tote's face. That is hilarious. Oh, Candyland. When I was a kid, I played this game very regularly. Oh, not this game. <laughs> yeah. This is candy. Mm -hmm. These are her streets, and she can help you indulge your sweet tooth. Is that downtown That's so good. I want to. I, uh, I want to make that. I want to make that. I want to play that game. 
What about Guess Who, boys? The original guessing game. Five suspects, one rape, one wild night. Guess who? Oh, <laughs> Whoa! That, Whoa! That right there, that is a much, much different movie than the original. Yeah, that's what a swerve, a boys. Oh, that twist. Can you guess who was a mystery? Ah, Uno. This is going to be fun. There can be only one. Oh, I would watch this. It's like Squid Game. Yeah. Yeah, or Highlander. Hungry, hungry hippos. What's this gonna be? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> they were peaceful ooh, herbivores, ooh. but man's reckless disregard for nature now causes them to hunger for us. Hungry, hungry hippos punching through theaters. January. So would I, dude. This looks epic. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> this is some sci-fi channel shit, and I'm okay with it. Oh my oh, God! That is bucket, really? Oh God. <laughs> Put your balls in his tongue. Oh, wow. That's creepy. Your balls pop out of his mouth, Mr. Bucket. See, I don't think I'd watch that's that like a dark... I would pass. Oh, uh, hi-ho, Cherio. Oh, God. America is the land of opportunity, but for only those who <laughs> seize it. Hi-ho, Cherio. <laughs> is that Benicio Del Toro? I think it's Benicio, Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right down the top. I'm just like, is that Benicio Del Toro? Oh, yeah. Uh oh, don't wake daddy. The alarm clock game that is set for fun. The best part of playing is playing together. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Damn. Don't well, wake daddy. See, you know, <laughs> the thing is, oh. that works because the underlying like thing about that don't wake daddy game that, you know, the kids are trying to think it's like, oh, we don't want to wake dad. We'll be in trouble. It's like the unspoken thing there is if you wake him up, he's going to beat the shit out of you. That's true. So of course they were terrified to wake him up. Ooh, tornado Rex. Okay. <laughs> God, damn it. God damn it! It's like the spiritual successor to Sharknado. Jeez. Oh, Snakes and ladders, the classic game of ups and downs. Billy Crystal, John Leguizamo, snakes and ladders. Together they can fix anything except his spine. <laughs> I love you know what? I fucking love Billy Crystal. I fucking love that guy. I did too. He won't slap anyone at the Oscars. Ah, mousetrap. Hey. Oh, Will they survive the mousetrap? That's another good one. That, that if it was yeah. Dean Wilder, I'd watch it. Ooh, risk. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit. Oh Damn. Oh, that's a good one though. That's what a fucking one I'm good not one. to take for 500 Alex. Actually, don't oh, movie because I mean, they did Battleship. Risk, you think they that did. would be something that they would be able to turn into something. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Rob Schneider is the Paul, rated PG-13. I would watch that. <laughs> I oh, would my too. God. I'd watch that. Oh, my God. Ninja Lair, Steve, thank you so much for everything. Perfect. Dude, that was awesome. Keep it up, yeah. Ninja. Now, I believe we had just our button roll in from our friend uh, Hot Cheetos. Let me see what that is real quick, and then I will show it. So let's see what he sent us. Oh, okay. 
that is loud. Let me just turn the sound sound down a bit. And it's <laughs> okay. Well, okay, I'll definitely play that. Hold on. <laughs> so yeah, previewed we all saw Spider Man. What? I said, yeah, I previewed that before I sent it over to you, just to make sure. Oh, perfect. Kendo Slice on air screener, world class bullshitters. Yeah. Here we go, guys. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I I approve of that in every message tonight, folks. Um, our friend Xavier to God was a little late to the party. He says, I'm sorry I'm late, boys. I just got off work. So if you guys were pro wrestlers, what would your signature and finisher be called? Well, I used to have this gimmick where I, I didn't wrestle, but my guy would get on the top rope and scream, time to pay the check, and then do a flying elbow drop. So I don't know why that entertained awesome. me, but that was my fucking gimmick forever. Dan and I still will scream time to pay the check and randomly jump off shit. Love um, it. But, oh, God, if I was a pro wrestler, I would want to use the spear or some kind of uh, – honestly, if I was lazy, I'd want to use a jackhammer. Not jackhammer, jackknife powerbomb because you just kind of, like, drop them. That's always a fun move. Um, or a Brian Pillman special. Nah, I don't want to use that. Uh, what would you guys use for your um, weapon of choice, your move of choice? Oh, man. I think the, the one I I was always proud of it. I can't remember what Tyler Rex called it, but it was essentially the the FU, but it was it was reverse, and he'd you know, flip them into a DDT or whatever. So I remember I used to make that my finisher for the longest time, and then when he had it, I used to make the joke that he stole my finisher. He must have played me on SmackDown vs. Raw. And so that, that would always be my finisher. But then for my signature, oh, man, I, I was always a huge fan of the, of the clothesline from hell. Uh, so that was always something that I, I always said that I would do like a clothesline from hell or the cane flying, you know, clothesline. So something like that. Um, um, let's see. I, I would use the burning hammer as my finishing maneuver, which is why I would never get to use it in WWE. And let's see, what would I call it? I don't know. I'll come up with some, I'll come up with a good name for it. Like, I guess it depends on what my gimmick name would be. And then uh, signature move is corny and dumb as it sounds. I've always been a big fan of uh, Bret Hart getting up on uh, what is known as Bret's rope and doing that little diving elbow thing to the guy's head before he, you know, would take on some more offense. So I'd do that, and then I pick him up and burning hammer him. You should be the Appalachian assassin. <laughs> You're like Triple H of the South. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. I, know. I, re- I really, I really like the uh, the Hurricane Rana. I like, I like that move. That one's that one always seems fun and dangerous. Uh, I, I would I'd, pay five thousand dollars to see you do that move right now. Yes, I would. I would do, I'll, oh, I, double oh, that. I I'll get. I'll There's throw no in my own five thousand towards. So that's ten thousand for Nick to give somebody no a Hurricane Rana. I would. I would no. I do it once and, and be and be like Kofi Kingston with a fucking neck brace. Like I did it, guys. SOS, they hear you calling. <laughs> <laughs> they see you crying. Nine one one, they hear you calling. Mine would mine would be called uh, the 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 Pirate Bay. 
Uh, <laughs> Xavier DeGott has another question. Or actually, I like these. Rate these movies from bad to terrible. Last Jedi, Dark Fate, 2016 Ghostbusters, Captain Marvel, Eternals, and Birds of Prey. Oh, I will go oh, first God. and say Birds of Prey since I haven't seen it, so I can't call it the worst. But of what I've seen, I... all right. Dark Fate, Eternals, Captain Marvel, Ghostbusters 2016, The Last Jedi. Uh, let's see. Um, Birds of Prey. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Eternals. 2016 Ghostbusters. Dark Fate. Last Jedi. Okay, so I've not watched the Eternals or Birds of Prey. So I would say Captain Marvel. Dark Fate. Oh, the Last Jedi and then 2016 Ghostbusters. From, uh, from bad to terrible, i say, yeah, Captain Marvel, um, Eternals, um, fuck. And then terrible has got to be, I mean, my top, it's, it's 2016 and then Dark Fate's the most terrible one. And then what was in the middle? Birds of Prey. So Birds yeah. of Prey in the middle. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that review of Dark Fate, yeah, but I'll continue. Like projecting, but okay. You were the only motherfuckers that say that I like that. I've never said that. Yeah, Dion. Uh-huh. 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 We're your friends. We believe you. 100%. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't let them internet points get your asses whooped. <laughs> Sorry, man. God damn it. Every time I laugh at that. The, that's the best part of uh, that movie, in my opinion. Oh, for she, sure. she, she's so dumb. Like the part where she's pulling the fucking pencils out of her hair and going, "Oh, I didn't know I had that in there." Like I love that lady, Edie McClure. Yeah. She was and then just the pure frustration when he screams her name makes me laugh. Yeah. Every <laughs> well, in all reality, I'm, that mentioned not be running a school. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, in real life, yeah, <laughs> under the jail. Yeah. Darian217, thank you very much for your generous super chat. $10. The last wrestling event you went to prior to Mania was AEW Dynamite. We didn't get to meet up for SummerSlam last year. Any interest in AEW's Double or Nothing Memorial Day weekend, May 29th in Las Vegas? Uh, maybe? My friend Jake is getting married the weekend before that. Jake Dion's going to be there too. So yep. we're going to be in Boulder, Colorado the weekend before but I only live four hours away from Las Vegas, and I might be able to swing that since, you know, let me just make sure I don't have anything on the calendar, Darian, two and seven, because I definitely, one, I want to meet you. Two, I want to go to another AEW show. And three, I'd like to go to Double or Nothing because that's their biggest event of the year. So yeah. let me find out. It's not really, it's not impossible. Let me just see if I had anything uh, locked down already. So, guys, I think we're going to call it. This has been a nice long episode of uh, over three hours and change. 
It's mm -hmm. our 300th one, and we're going to be back next week on Thursday, folks. We know it's been a little weird in terms of the scheduling as of late because we've been all over the place. I've been traveling, doing stuff like that, and getting ready uh, for WrestleMania. So we didn't want to have any hiccups in the scheduling, and that's why we moved it to Wednesdays. Wednesday has been a pretty good night, so we'll play around with this as an alternate night in the future or maybe a secondary night over Tuesday. Who knows? But all you need to know right now is to make sure you're subscribed to the channel, have those bell notifications turned on to all, and spread the word of world-class bullshitters. Folks, it's been a lot of fun, and we're not stopping anytime soon. So I'll spare everyone a long, uh, saccharine uh, goodbye speech on episode 300. Uh, what do you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? Check us out on Twitch. Gonna be having more stuff coming out. Follow. Do it now. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, let's let's get those last few uh, thumbs up and likes in. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I said this after the at the hundred mark, and I probably said it at the two hundred mark. And if I didn't, fuck you. We're retro. We're retconning that said I did. The last one hundred were a blast. The next one hundred are going to be even better. Fuck yeah, they are. We folks, this isn't uh we're not here to promote shit to get you hyped for nothing. We actually have a lot of really cool things uh planned in the future, a lot of cool connections we've made and realized uh connections we have made were pretty cool. So we're gonna be ever growing, ever changing, but we're always gonna be here. So make sure you join us each and every week. Be on the lookout for more videos, uh, be on the lookout for more Wolfbusters content. Gonna be uh giving another update in the coming days about all of that stuff. So, folks, from all of us here, thank you for watching. Be smart. Be safe. Be cool. We didn't get Ram Jam Ram in enough on this episode. There you go. Before we put it out, uh, any other buttons we should press since this is episode 300? Oh, fuck. I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> Give me one Wait, more no. grace. Which um, one? One more grace. Oh, one more grace? Yeah, that's no problem. Grace! Can we get can we get the Street Fighter at Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat! There we go. You know what? We're gonna press one we never oh, sorry, Kendo. I didn't mean to cut you off. You go ahead. No, I was gonna say for me personally, I won't say no to a fucking slap nuts, but I think we should end the stream with the one button that everybody loves the most. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh God, um, I don't because I don't know what everyone loves the most. Oh, okay, that'd be a good one to close it out on. If we're gonna get to monetize, let's get to monetize at the last minute of the stream. So, from all of us, thank you for watching. Be smart. Be safe. Be cool. Be back next week for more. But always be excellent to each other. Dot com.